Well, it's another episode of Realities May Vary. Uh, hosts may vary, as always. Uh, I'm Brian Noonan. He's Craig Collins. Cody Goff yep. is off tonight. He is uh, doing a lot of things this week, uh, which we will, I'm sure, learn about next week. Craig is already drinking. Uh, looks like out of a, what is it, tin cup? It's Winking Owl. And a it's winking, out of a oh, glass Oh, some Aldi cup. wine. Some nice high-end Aldi wine. Yes, $2.75. You got to like that. I'm, you I'm know a, it's fancy as wine when it has a twist-off cap and not a cork. You know, that used to be the case. That used to be an indicator. It is no longer an indicator of quality. <laughs> no. Not a lot of high-end wines now have uh, twist-offs. I didn't know that. Well, see, you learn something new every day when you're hanging out with me. Mm. That's, that's the way it goes. Delicious. Uh, it's, it's very good. I am uh, Tonight I'm going back to my roots. I'm going back to a nice beer and a tall Pilsner glass. Oh, nice. This, uh, this is from New Glarus Brewery, which is uh, I'm actually not supposed to be drinking this because you're not supposed to have it outside of Wisconsin. But um, what? That's yes, not a I, thing. It what is. You just said can't possibly be. A it thing. is only sold. It is only sold in Wisconsin. Why so, wouldn't they want to sell it more places? They're, they're small. They don't have. Uh, yeah, no, it's OK. All right. You threw a rule out like people would it's get a mad. Rule. Well, it's bootlegging. Right. You're not. So they don't sell it outside. So I no. it's like back in the day when I had to go to uh, west of the Mississippi uh -huh. to get Coors. Right. So this way now I'm way back I'm, in the day. I'm drinking two late two women is the name of this beer. Oh. Okay. Two women. So tonight I said to Deb, I'm going upstairs with two women. <laughs> she cared not a, not, it could have been real. It could have really yeah. been two women. She sure. couldn't have cared any more than if I was going up with a beer. That is so, fantastic. We've got a lot to cover because you've been a busy man, but uh, Sunday was, Sunday was Father's Day and uh, mm -hmm. people are always wondering if I get what I always ask for, which is a piece of quiet. Uh, nope. My streak remains intact. <laughs> Did not get a piece of quiet. Had a, I will say this, though, before I get into any trouble. I had a lovely right. Father's Day. Molly, oh. uh, Molly was here. She stayed She stayed here Saturday night because she had been at a party. So mm -hmm. we were watching Walter, which it's becoming more of a thing that uh, now that Molly lives here, every weekend she's got plans. And so every weekend Walter comes to stay with us. One okay. day we'll have plans. And then Walter, you know, we'll have to find somewhere else. He'll be on the outs. Yeah, he's out. Uh, yeah. But she was here, so she made breakfast. She uh, she whipped up some nice breakfast burritos. They were quite mm -hmm. tasty. Cool. They had a, a nice gift for me, an SIU sweatshirt. Sure. Which was terrific because I had said all I, all my sweatshirts are either Mardi Gras or Tulane. I needed something something else. So I got that. And, and then you, they got me. You went to SIU, by the way? I did go to SIU. No, I okay. just picked the Salukis out of thin air. Is that they're, my, they're my adopted college. That's what I decided. Uh, a lot of guys would think, oh, uh, Noonan, Irish Irish Catholic kid from Chicago, maybe Notre right. Dame. That's, that's going to be his team. That's yeah. going to be the one. Uh, mm -hmm. No, I, I decided no. I was going to pick. So, yes, I did go to Southern. Uh, and then they All got right. me the most aggravating game that I spent two and a half hours trying to master in the humidity the other day. Have you ever played horseshoes? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. this is not horseshoes, but it's horseshoe-like. So, But it's a, a rope ring about the size of a uh, bagel, and it's got okay. a little wood knob on it. All right. And you're supposed to throw it and put it over a, a stick. So it came with a little base. And I've seen this game before. I don't know what it's called, and I've never played, but I've, I've witnessed it. It's very difficult. <laughs> um I'm really good. Why don't at, you just play bags like a normal Midwest do, person? Well, I do have a set of bags and I play bags very well. This okay. was a gift. It was SIU branded. This mm. it's like from a company that does all these colleges for tailgate stuff. Sure. So I'm like, all right, well, let's go out and play. This will be fun. Oh my God. 
Molly, I will say, Molly got like four on the ring. Debbie got one on the ring. Okay. I got, and again, two and a half hours we were out there. I got none on the ring. None. <laughs> Nothing. That's um, impressive. And I also didn't lose my temper, which was impressive. I had uh, a yeah. leaner. I, that was the coolest part for me. I had a leaner that, uh, you know, laid up on the, on the pole, but I never could get one over. And I tried okay. frisbeeing it and I tried uh, throwing it like a beanbag. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's horrifying. <laughs> so, you know, in, they were very nice, but it turned into sure. a, a, quite an aggravation for father. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it was a mean gift that they intentionally gave you to hurt your feelings, uh, that's, to make you frustrated. That's how I took the it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I took it. Then we I went am. out to this place. Debbie said, we're going out to dinner. I said, okay, uh, we're going to, we're going to chef Shangri-La, which Ooh. is a place near us that uh, makes the strongest tiki drinks on the face of the planet. And that sounds in, again, I'm not, can't anyone make a strong tiki drink? What do you mean that they make the strongest tiki drinks? Well, I've had tiki drinks in a lot of places. Okay. And like, I make a strong one if I make them at home because <laughs> I'm heavy handed and, and sure. you know, I might have an issue. But yeah. I also, uh, a lot of times you go out and mostly what you're tasting, mostly what you're tasting is uh, the sweet juices. You know, a lot of sure. citrus. You don't really, mm -hmm. you can't really. And that's why people think they're dangerous because you don't, you can't tell there's rum in them. Gotcha. Uh, this place makes, they make uh, strong drinks for men who want to get drunk fast. It's just like out of It's a Wonderful Life. Um, <laughs> and I don't care if I'm a pixie. I always order something. Their whole thing is tropical. They're, right. that's, it's it's a kitschy, no, no, no. 50s looking Chinese restaurant. It's, it's no, yeah. unbelievable. I think today's world, uh, men are allowed to have any fancy fruity drink that's that right. they, I think it's totally fine. Yes. Oh, I agree. Yes. I agree. If I want to have a pina colada while I'm caught in the rain, mm -hmm. while I'm doing my yoga, I have to have a brain. I could do that. Okay, um, just keep going. Just uh, gonna, I got to Google the, the song. Rupert, I'm going to do the yeah. whole Rupert Holmes catalog. <laughs> Move into answering machine after this. It's going to be fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, this they've been doing. They've been doing carry out. So like we haven't been there in a couple of years because I can't really. You go there and you need a designated driver mm -hmm. because. Even one is, well, so we, we all go and we all order a drink and I order their Mai Tai, which is unbelievable. They bring it to, have you ever gotten Chinese food, Craig? Yes. All right. You know, if you order soup, a large soup, it comes in that big plastic thing. I am aware. All right. That's what they were serving their drinks in. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. Wow. Because they had wow. started during, during the pandemic s selling drinks to go. So they sure. just fill this with a drink and then pop the lid on it like they were delivering soup. So these drinks come to the table and I'm like, oh my God. And Debbie, uh, Debbie, I think got a zombie and Molly got an island breeze and theirs tasted very nice. Oh, very, uh, mine tasted like gasoline, but delicious gasoline. It was the strongest to the point where they were mm -hmm. all done with their drinks and dinner. And I still had some drink left, which is wow. unheard of for me. Wow. And, but I said to myself, self. You can't, uh, you can't push out on father. You got to no, finish no. his drink. Absolutely. That's right. I've never so, left a fallen soldier. I don't. And it drives me crazy. Molly does that sometimes. We'll be someone to order something and it, she leaves it like half full. And I'm like, what are you doing? But then I look like a, you know, look like a, a degenerate going back to the table <laughs> after they get up to leave and I scurry back and slam it. And I, I do off. it. I do it with Betty's drinks. Betty yeah. also tries to leave fallen soldiers and I clean them up. No, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't. Dog boarding 30 to 40 per night. Oh, that's my, thanks, Mike. Uh, it, <laughs> that's actually not a bad price, Mike. You're, you're right in line with the right. uh, pet hotel at PetSmart. 
It's out, of, out of context, you had no idea what he was talking about for a second. No, there. for a second, I, I was, you know, I was focused on drinking. What's the name of this glorious place, Mike? It is Chef Shangri-La. It is in North Riverside. Mm -hmm. The corner Check of Displays at 26th if you want to go, and I'm not getting paid by them. But there you the, go. All right. So let me, before we move on to all your stories, okay. uh, and I know you have one, one hot take that I, I can't wait to get to. All right. But um, what would you say? a really strong Mai Tai in a large soup container would go for. This is one of the reasons I love this place. What do you think? <laughs> right. that, what do you think that would run? I don't, you I don't the think that places charge for the really strong. I think that's just the heavy handed pour. I am not right. going to factor that into the pricing. Okay. Uh, but the large soup container throws me a bit. Yeah, You got to take that into, that I into do account. have to, let's say $17. You would be high. Oh man. Really? How high? Mine was $14 and Debbie and Molly's were $13. That's awesome. I know. I was like, because when, when they came to the table, like they used to be 10 or 11 bucks. But again, that was a couple years ago. And right. I'm th they came to the table and we were all tired. I go, eh, they're probably going to be about 20 bucks for being this gigantic. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be mad at that because one no. is enough. You know, yes. I, I'm, so, so I wouldn't have been mad. And then the bill came and Debbie was trying to be coy. You know, she was going to pay because it was Father's Day until the waitress who took the card from Debbie brought it back and gave it to me because I'm the man and the man has to pay. Uh, so that is mine. I was like, Oh, that's pretty good. So there, so that was father's day. I hope everybody had a good father's day. If you were celebrating, I know you were on the road. Uh, yes. I don't know where you want to start with your tales. You have you, since, <laughs> since last we spoke, you have mm -hmm. uh, had many adventures. I have. Um, so I, I think I've talked a little bit on my radio show. I can't remember if I've talked here or not about my aunt Fidelia. Uh, it's my wife's aunt. Uh, she is, um, she's dying of cancer. There's no easy way to talk about that part of it. She's not going to, to make it. Um, they've stopped treatment, all kinds of stuff. Uh, she lives in Mexico. She has a daughter in San Antonio, or excuse me, in Dallas, Texas. Uh, she couldn't travel for a quinceanera for this uh, daughter of hers. So it's her, her granddaughter. And someone told Betty that her and I should go in support of, like, in the place of Fidelia. Oh, uh, okay. This was so on, like, representing Monday. Representing the family. Correct. This was on, like, Monday or Tuesday of last week. The party was on Saturday. Um, Fidelia, lover, lo lovely, wonderful woman, obviously, rough time. Um, she doesn't comprehend the distance between where we live in Illinois <laughs> and where Dallas is. So when she said, like, Betty can go in my place and be there and represent me sure. uh, at my daughter's thing, and, and Betty turned to me and said, hey, we should do this on Monday of last week. It's Saturday. <laughs> I was like, you can't say no. No one's going to say no to that. Of course we do that. Um, Googled plane tickets. Very expensive week of plane tickets, Noonan. Have you oh, ever pulled the trigger on week of? Absolutely not. They're terrible. The price well, is two yeah, to three times I'm, what it is. Yeah. I mean, in general now, airline tickets are sky high. And airlines yeah. are canceling, canceling things left and right. Oh, mm -hmm. no. Oh, no. Yeah. But, but week of, they're terrible. Uh, and our, yes. our Jeep is also awful. I actually have a story oh. about our Jeep from today. Uh, it's, it would not have made it. If I had tried to drive that 1996 lovely Jeep Cherokee that I, that I personally like way too much, we would never have been all the way to Dallas. So we rent a car and we drove. We drove Friday night after my radio show at six o'clock. Right. Uh, we made it into town by like one or two because we slept in Little Rock. We did not want to do all 12 and a half hours of the okay. drive there in one shot. Uh, and then we had lovely cheeseburgers, which I do have a hot take about. Yes, the we'll get to the cheeseburger story later. In and out and Whataburger. You told me on my social media page that I had to go to Whataburger, even though I was at In and Out, which I've heard is the best burger 
in the you know country on multiple lists all over the mm. place. I'll get to it. Um, but so then we made it there. We were there Saturday night to celebrate the Quintanera. Sunday morning, we got back in the car and we drove the 12 and a half hours back without a break yeah. to get back at like two, three o'clock in the morning uh, here on Monday, on Monday morning, Sunday night. So it was an exhausting, but very valuable trip. It was very cool. I'd never met some of that family before. So going there and being a part of that was, and I got had, hammered had been on to a Saturday night. before? Not the full thing. I'd been to the second half of a Quintanera before. Oh, I didn't know there was a halftime show. <laughs> there is. Because we had other stuff we had to do. There's one day where I had it, my own family had a wedding that we were at. And then we went to her family's Quintanera. This is the first mm-hmm. time I saw it from start to finish. And the dance portion in the middle, it was very entertaining <laughs> to see like the traditional dancing things that they do with those. Now, There's that, a bunch of videos and stuff. Is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, I've seen a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, never been to a Quintanera. But is the dancing portion where they give the young lady the new shoes, like the grown-up shoes? Correct. And she dances with several young gentlemen who are supposed okay. to all be potential love options. You know, that's that's the hey symbolism now, like 15, of the Quintanera. Really? <laughs> that's what it is. She's okay. becoming a woman. That's sure. what the Quintanera is, I think. I um, she chose not to go that road, though. The The person that we went to a party with just danced with her female friends. So it's her and like six other girls doing their own choreographed number. Uh, right. And the guys just had to wait till after after they rung the bell that it's regular dance time. But it, it was a fun, it was a fun thing to be a part of. Uh, we showed up early enough to help them set up for it, so we really felt like we were part of the, the oh, family. Wow, nice. Yeah, and I met a lot of people um, that I'd never met before, as I said. So it was really cool. I got to keep keep pretending I speak Spanish until people realize I don't, uh, which happens every time. You make well, it through like six sentences. I, I do. I don't know enough. Betty is my teacher. I know, but in I'm Spanish. saying, can't you learn it? I, well, I'm better at math is what I say. So I could learn it. I could do Duolingo and everything. I'm better with numbers, Noonan. Some oh, people see, don't learn language. language easily. No, yes. no, I'm not good at that. That's not okay. my thing. Listen, and I talk defensive. for a living. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I tried. Listen. I've taken the int- entry level class a couple of times since I've been in a relationship with my wife. Like when we were dating, I've just never passed uh, Spanish one. Never gotten past <laughs> it. Yeah, but they're, they're, that's different. Spanish that they're going to teach you in class isn't Spanish that you're going to be, you know, you're hanging out at the bar at Quintanera with a right. bunch of dudes. Uh, you're well, going to be using different Spanish. Yeah, I, I lived in Mexico for a portion of time, and I'm not going to get into more details than that. Um, so I, I have enough to make it like six or seven sentences when I meet somebody. But eventually okay. there's a sentence I don't comprehend and I yeah. have no response to. And then I lose them. There you go. No comprende? Right, yeah. Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> say. See? Yeah. Uh, no, C-S-E-E. See? I know. <laughs> yes. I did the the math, by the way, because that's what I'm better at, um, at the end of the whole trip. And it was 25 hours of driving in 54 hours of time. Yeah. 54 hours passed. And we were in a car on the road driving for 25 of them. I I mean, I've done that a lot over the last really? couple of years with, yeah, with driving down to uh, New Orleans and unpacking oh, yeah. and coming back. Um, I can, I used to be, to, to Back in the day when I was on the road doing stand-up all the time, 12 and a half hours was nothing. I wouldn't even hesitate 12 and a half hours. I'd finish a show at midnight, and I'm like, I'm out, and I'd start. <laughs> now, it takes a lot more out of me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I could say, like, we're going, we're driving out to Colorado in August for a wedding, and it's wow. 15 hours. And I think we're going to stop partway, just so, it, just so the first night we're there, we're not completely useless. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I actually, um, I talked about this on my radio show, and now I'm talking about it here, and Betty keeps correcting me. She drove a portion of the trip. I didn't drive oh, did every she? leg of it myself. Oh, yes. Wow, she really wanted to. 
Okay. So I think she drove two of the 12 hours there and like three and a half of the hours home. Okay. Yeah. She really wanted to in your letter. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, come on. What are you, what are you saying? My brother does a trip to New Jersey from South Bend, Indiana every summer, and he does not allow his wife to drive her. That's probably the wrong way to say it, but it feels as though there's a fight that happens and Lars always wins that fight. Uh, that's my brother's name. Um, I uh, don't fight that. If, if the wife wants to drive, there's a car. Take it. I'll just lay in the back. Unless I am unable physically to <laughs> stay behind the wheel, I do not uh, give Why? up. Why? Because I hate the way Debbie drives. I hate the way everybody drives. Hmm. I'm a horrible passenger. Hmm. I would um, much rather drive myself and be exhausted than be frustrated. So because Debbie will Debbie will drive right up somebody's ass and not got pass. It. Got it. And it's like you gotta pass. <laughs> you, at some point, you get, um, especially when you're on the interstate in rural yeah. Alabama. Oh, you and gotta pass. You're, yeah. You gotta pass, and you have you to pass. look ahead. And yeah. if you see there's trucks. You get to the left lane, you drop the hammer, you get past those trucks before you get right. to a construction zone. You know, it's interesting you say that. Um, I felt like this was a good test of my relationship. We've been married for <laughs> quite a long time, but I was like, all right, 12 and a half hours in a car or 25 hours in a 50 whatever hour period, 54. That is a good test of relationship. Betty and I sure. had almost zero fights. I would say over the entirety of the time, there That's was good. almost zero. There were two-esque fights, one uh, involving chewing gum. I'm a guy with a chewing problem. If you chew with your mouth open, it annoys me. And if I've been driving for a while, it annoys me more. So there was a moment where she was chewing some gum and I tried to ignore it, Noonan. I tried to barrel I in you, man. Listen. and be like, I'm not going to get mad. We're in a car together. It's And eventually I just asked her to spit the gum out and she was a little upset with that. But that was the total of that fight. There wasn't any real interaction. Okay. Like, can, can you please spit that out? And she was like, okay, yeah, fine, whatever. Then there was the moment where I gave her the wheel the first time, Noonan. And she does drive different than me. Now, of course she does. She's had a lot of experience driving in like very tough conditions. Like Mexico, some roads are legitimately scary. There's areas in Mexico where you drive and you're like one mistake and I fly off of a cliff <laughs> and I fall like hundreds of feet down to the ground. Like it's a legitimately higher stakes. So All I think right. she drives for that reason uh, in a different way than I drive. Like I just lock in cruise control and I, I, just, I just go yes. at that speed the entire time. And if I'm going faster than someone I'm approaching, left lane long before I get up to them, shoot past them. I might even hit the gas a little bit to to drop the yes. hammer, as you say, and then shift back and cruise control again. I, I most of my trip is on cruise control. She likes having a, a power element. She doesn't cruise that often. She goes different speeds. She goes up hills much slower than maybe most people do, and then speeds up on the way down. I just go one. So she just speed. lets gravity. She she allows <laughs> gravity to drive the car. Well, she told. I actually asked her to explain to me why she slows down so much on on bigger hills on highways. And she said, in Mexico, there are those streets I'm talking about where, like, one sure. mistake, you're off a cliff, you're dead. Um, and people will stop at the top of the cliff sometimes and just sit there, and you can't see them. So when you shoot <laughs> over, that can cause horrible accidents. And I'm like, okay, I get all that. And actually, it it kind of happened. Some cops had pulled a guy to, guy over on the side of the road coming back. And they were just over a hill. So I didn't see them to like right after I got over and shifted to the other lane. But they were, nice. the, they were on the shoulder, correct? Correct. Yeah, there was no risk yeah. of an accident. It was okay. just kind of like a demonstration of her point right after I got mad about it. No, I um, understand her point uh, 100%. I get it. I don't it, do it. But but no, neither do I because we are on the interstate system in the, in the United States. I correct. can get, I understand if there's a point that there might be a cliff. 
I'm going to slow it down a little bit. I'm not a lunatic. Right, right. But Debbie also will not use the cruise control. Oh, why? I don't know. I don't know. And it makes me crazy. Me and too. When, when it's on the, when it's a long road trip on the interstate, man, I'm all about the cruise control. Only because yes. then I can shift my butt. I can move around a little bit. The car's going. And then, uh, you know, if I need to, if I need to punch it to get around somebody or something like that, right. that's fine. But, oh, yeah. that's why God invented cruise control to we, use it. We rented a 2021 Passat. Um, that I loved this car for some reason. It had video more cameras on all more than your death trap Jeep. I think so. If I could afford to buy a brand new one of these, now uh, it had video cameras on the front and back. So in cruise control, if you got too close to a car, it would slow you down and give an appropriate distance. So I didn't even have to do that. Like if I messed up somehow, it would slow me down and then I could shift into the lane and it would speed me up. It was so smart that part of the vehicle. And I'm probably <laughs> saying something that most people know exists, but I've had a 96 Jeep for all this time. So I didn't know about this till recently. And it was lovely. It was that's the really best cool. cruise control car ever. Yeah. That's really cool. I know. So easy to just be in cruise control the entire time. Yeah. And, and not her thing. Debbie's car has cruise control. It's not like she it's not like she doesn't have it. Mm -hmm. She just I don't know. And then and, and she sits very close to the wheel. Like she has oh, so does Betty. arms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Betty then, brings uh, I watch her try to turn and it's like Stop. Betty Betty brings a pillow with her to sit on, so she'll put it under herself to sit up closer onto the wheel. She she actually gets the <laughs> leverage situation, and it she's a she's a shorter person. I'm not trying to be totally mean, but I, I think she's she's got a lot of coverage there. But it looks adorable when I look at her driving on the highway, hunched over the the wheel, <laughs> like tiny Betty. I I do find that adorable. No, I like when you paint that picture. Betty sounds like she's 97, but she's not. <laughs> she's not. She not does at all. look it. Yeah, she but, and actually when she's going up a hill, she drives like she's ninety-seven. She slows down to like oh, forty-five on the oh, highway. Oh, that would drive me. See, yeah, would, I would lose my ever-loving mind. I almost I get did. behind people like that, and I'm screaming, "You're not pushing the goddamn car!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyway, great trip, uh, lovely That's time. Good. Now, who what controls, a Who controls the music? Because this is um, when you mentioned when you mentioned this is a test of a relationship. It is sure. and when you're in the car for that long. There's going to be, there's got to be some give and take. So there's a unique thing about me. I don't really care much about music. Um, I'm just, I'm a unique in that way. I'm actually unique for radio very much in that way that I don't really know, appreciate, or care much about music. So 95% of the trip, Betty can, Betty controls the music. I never complain. Part of it's like Spanish rock music, and I'm fine with that. Um, but there was a 5% of the trip where I tried to throw some some music out there. And uh, she had landed on a song on one of like the mix playlists that we were playing off Amazon that reminded me of high school music I used to like. And I don't want to tell you what it is. But you have to. It was it was Blink-182. And I was like, all yes. right, I, I have a... Go ahead. No, I said, I said, of course it was. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I have a bunch of other punk rock music that I haven't heard in a long time. And you can look it up and we can just listen to it. Five songs in, she's like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I can't look these up. I can't listen to these. Craig, we have to stop. And I'm like, but these are, these are my high school songs. High school Craig was yeah. so into this music. She's like, I can't, I can't. This is really bad uh, punk rock. And oh, she wow. likes a lot of classic rock and good music. I think yeah. Betty has great musical taste. Uh, so they probably aren't good songs, but we made it wow. like five. I got like five. Well, that's why a lot of, we leave uh, in the middle of the night a lot. Mm -hmm. So the first five or six hours, Debbie's asleep. And I can listen oh. to whatever I want. Oh. So it's usually like, you know, I'm listening to Stern or something. And she's sure. actually started listening. Like if she wakes up and he's in the middle of an interview, 
She likes that. Howard Stern is a great interviewer oh, right now. Unbelievable. And the interviews, the interviews last a long time. And uh, if you haven't, it, this is us plugging somebody else. But yeah, the <laughs> interviews, the interviews are great. Yeah. Don't listen terrific. to us on the radio where we do stuff. Listen to Howard Stern. Well, the he is a master. Is you can listen to his interviews, you know, when we're not on the air. That's true. So you yeah. can listen to us, you know, you mm -hmm. listen to us live. That's the best way. That and sounds then, great. Uh, and then do that. So, all right. So now you're, you're going to, first of all, I see your post uh, at an In-N-Out Burger and it says right. on our way to Dallas. And I'm thinking, he just bought a house. Is Why am I in to Dallas? Dallas? Yeah. yeah I closed. Because I know I closed. you closed on your house that morning. It's like, I wow, did. this guy, this I guy did. is going to be now he's going to be texas greg you know what's yeah. going on yeah and then no. i thought that i figured it was some sort of family thing it was because uh -huh, you had talked about betty flying home and maybe flying mm -hmm. into dallas one time mm -hmm. and i thought oh, maybe there's somebody's coming to visit you uh, mm -hmm. so i knew it was a family thing but the point was you were in <laughs> texas and I you was. posted a picture of an in and out or in and out burger so uh my the family event we went to had some lovely food. It was all like uh, very authentic. Yeah. Very authentic tasting Mexican food. And uh, there's a lot of other really great Mexican food in Texas, of course, and in Dallas, but Check I couldn't, I, right. I couldn't get over the idea that I had passed an in and out burger. And I didn't know there were so many of those in Texas actually. And I'd never been to one. I have never been to that restaurant. I've heard great things in California. I was in Anaheim for a few days and tried to go a couple times and just, it didn't work out because other things came up. Um, but so I was like, Betty, we have to, we have to go. I would like to end my night at in and out tonight. And we actually disappeared from the event for a little bit. Cause it went oh, wow. late. Okay. Yeah. It went real late and they eventually started like blowing up Betty's phone. Like, where'd you guys go? We're still partying. Come back. And she's like, Craig's at some stupid place called in and out burger refusing to leave. Um, I didn't think in and out was that good. I, I'm going to be honest. I had in and out burger. I don't think it's better than Five Guys. I think that Five Guys is a better hamburger than In-N-Out Burger. And I, I was really disappointed to figure that out or find that out. And I even got the Animal Style after getting the double-double the uh, because I read that the Animal Style was even better to some people. And it, it just... Explain it just, the Animal Style for, those, for the uninitiated. The Animal Style is just like a crazier meat version of the. I, I can't even describe. I, I was somewhat hammered when I did this, but let me let me check because it, it's just essentially a burger. The Animal Style fries, I was told, are even more important. There's meat in the fries, and I did not get those. But the Animal Style burger is just a like crazier, meatier uh, thing. What is it? Yeah. It's got a secret popular sauce that's a part of what makes it Animal Style. Okay. That's what I'm finding out. But it really wasn't like any. There was not a lot of obviousness to it being different than a regular cheeseburger, hamburger. So This is going to surprise a lot of people, including you. Mm -hmm. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I, we lived in California. That doesn't surprise me at and, all. No, and we went to, you know, you get out there and everybody's talking, oh, in and out burger. And it's got a mystique because it's it got this secret menu and everybody mm -hmm. talks about it. And, oh, you, the animal style or what you get it with uh, just mm -hmm. on the lettuce and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't need to know secret menus. If, it, if, you're, if your secret menu stuff's that good, put it on the regular menu. <laughs> now, that's not to say that In-N-Out Burger is not okay. But no, I'll it's be good. honest, it's, it's good. If, I, if I may quote the, uh, the Beastie Boys for a moment. Mm -hmm. I eat at White Castle because they're the best, but I go to Fat Burger when I'm way out west. <laughs> Fat Burger, Fat Burger for an LA institution trumps uh, or beats In and Out Burger hands down in my book. Okay, 
Okay. I would go to Fat Burger. If you if you had a gun to my head and said, before we execute you, you may have one of these two burgers. You can either go to Fat Burger <laughs> yeah. and get a, a fat burger with cheese and a fried egg on top and some fat fries. Because yeah. they have two kinds of fries, skinny fries and fat fries, which are basically right, sure. just seasoned sure. steak fries. Mm -hmm. um, before I hear that and the uh, blackness of death, I'm enjoying a fat burger. And <laughs> I've never had that. All those try fat burger people can be good. Look, I, I got to say something, though. I, I do think the burger is kind of like most people's feelings about pizza. Like, there's not really a bad burger. Correct. Most people don't screw it up to the point where I'm disappointed I just had a burger. I like cheeseburgers a lot. Um yeah. but there there didn't there was nothing special about In-N-Out. Nothing it's, about it hit me in a way that I was like this is something that's never been tasted before by this human and like needs to be had more. I'm not going to miss it. I have no no affinity uh attached to that brand whatsoever. It's like I mentioned Coors in passing before. It's that kind of thing. You can't yeah. get it and you hear about it and it's like, oh my God, this is, it's got to be the Mecca of all things burgers. Yeah. And I think people go there even when they live out there because the reputation you have to, right. oh, you went somewhere else for a burger. What are you nuts? There's an in and out right over there. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, you know, it's fine. Like you said, it's fine. It's yeah. not a bad burger. No, I agree. I think five guys is a better burger. But there's a lovely a episode. There's a lovely episode of How I Met Your Mother uh, where they try to find the best burger in New York City. And every single character on that show has their best burger and they're, they're going from one spot to another. And I think the end result of the episode is no one can find it because all the burgers aren't as special as you remember them being. Yeah. Uh, because they're, they're just, there are great burgers that exist though, but I don't know that anyone truly gets it to the level that sometimes we pretend some people, because even Whataburger, uh, which I also had, and I've had before. I will tell Have you, you had that I've had before. I was in San Antonio for a week. Uh, this was, you know, before I was even in radio. I was in sales. I won a sales competition. They sent me to the final four, uh, and they I took nice. my little brother. And the problem with Whataburger Noonan that you didn't know is it was one of the bigger fights my brother and I had while we were in San Antonio together. Oh my goodness! Because what happened was we we went to San Antonio for the game, uh, so we were staying like two or three days, and then American Airlines grounded a bunch of flights. They had some sort of like technical thing. We got stuck in, in San Antonio for a week. My brother and I together, it, like it was supposed to be a two-day trip. It turned into an eight-day trip. And I kept buying us food because I felt so bad that I invited him on like this company thing I got. And the final day before we got our flight, we went to Whataburger and we're walking back to our hotel across this like uh, bigger uh, pasture area um, to get back. I think we even crossed a highway and he just wasn't eating his Whataburger. I had purchased it for him. I think I was running low on money at the time because I kept buying out food for us. Sure. And he's just holding it. And I was like, are you going to eat that, brother? And he's like, I don't know, man. How many more days are we going to Like, he just got so angry. And he eventually <laughs> he eventually just threw the Whataburger. And it's somewhere on a roadway, I assume, still in San Antonio. And like, I got I got so mad when Ooh, he did I that. Would too. Yeah, because I was spending money on all the... That was my money I watched get launched over to the other side. So I had to take the the negative element of the store out of my brain to accept your challenge yes. of Whataburger. Um, and I, I actually liked it better than, than in and out. I also don't think it's special though. I don't think well, Whataburger no. is special. No, here's the thing with Whataburger is a, a very regional thing and it is, it's it, for fast food burgers. What I like it. Did you get it with green chilies on it? No. Well, that's right there. You made the <laughs> crucial Whataburger error. 
What's the okay. point of going to Whataburger if you're not going to get the uh, the Whataburger with cheese and green chilies? That's the know. way to go. All right. I should have told you that. You should have told. I, I also got I a chicken sandwich from the Whataburger just to see what a chicken oh, sandwich okay. would be like because I do Never really like it. chicken sandwiches. It's okay. I so go Whataburger. I, I stick with It's like going to a steakhouse and getting a salad. No, I'm getting a steak. If I go to Whataburger, <laughs> I'm getting I a burger. I got both. I bought one of each. No, it's, it, it's not one that like... Every day I sit at home and go, man, I wish I had a Whataburger. Yeah. But if I'm in the if I'm in the area, and we, I didn't realize there was one in uh, through Mobile, Mobile, Alabama. Oh wow, has a couple Whataburgers. And uh, last time we drove down to New Orleans, I had it again, and I was like, yeah, as far as fast food burgers go, this is a pretty good fast food burger. The onion yeah. rings are good. It's not. It's not like, am I going to say that's the best burger I've ever had? No. But if no. I'm in Texas. If I have to pick between a fast food place, I'm going to go to Whataburger because I can only get it there. I noticed that at least my Whataburger was not as greasy as the In-N-Out Burger. It was mm -hmm. cooked like a little bit differently, so it seemed like it was healthier. And More I don't know why I thought that. than yeah. griddle top? Sure. Yeah, whatever you just said. That's fine. I pretend that I understand those things. I don't cook anything noon and ever. I, I think we've talked about this before. Um, and yet I saw a picture of you with a grill. What's go? Uh, <laughs> is that, do you just get takeout and pour it on the grill? And no, I do the, I do the charcoal grill. I do, but I, I only dogs and lay them on there. No, go, look at this. I mean, aren't all hot dogs pre-cooked kind of, I thought that was a thing. I, I thought, I thought, I thought that's why you could eat them right out of the bag. I thought they were already cooked once. Well, just cause you can, doesn't mean you should. <laughs> anyway, a lot, a lot no, I, I, can do. I do grill. I actually grilled filet mignon. That's actually what I did with that You're grill. Fancy. I was my grandfather used to you. grill filet mignon all the time. That's what oh, he, I, I, my first meal on the first grill I've ever owned in the first house I've ever owned had to be my grandfather's filet mignon. So I, you know, I tried, I don't, wow. I don't think it came out like he made it, but I tried, tried doing it. Sounds good. You can't, unless you really overcook it. Yeah. You can't really ruin it. No, I, I, I think I might've undercooked it, which is the way I like it. So that was very well, then, fun. And it was fine. And I didn't get sick. Um, but no, man, I, I don't know. Uh, the, the trip was good. The food was good. Everything was fun. I, I had a good time. Um, I wish that I wish that somebody made an amazing burger that lived up to the hype of these these burgers that get out there. I wish some, I don't even think Five Guys. I know a lot of people are fans in Midwest. Is truly like a great burger. It's good. It's not truly. Well, all right. So what what makes a great burger then? Because Five Guys, I think you know Five Guys uses good meat. Uh, sure. I think their toppings are part of High what quality uh, part of what sure. makes it that yeah. you know big yeah. thing um the know, best burger i've ever meat. the best burger i've ever had in the midwest was at holiday club the holiday club bar i yeah, love their cheese. i don't know why it's a it's a barbecue burger too so they put barbecue sauce on it and i it i love fast. it no it's so good it's so good and even just a regular one if you don't want to do barbecue sauce i i at least this was years ago that was one of my favorite ones in all of the city i don't think it's it's well um, publicized. I don't think right. people know that it's good, but I think it's good. I it's it's you made a good point before. It's hard to find a to get a bad burger. Like there was this yes. place in New Orleans that did them in a steamer. It was a bar that was open twenty four hours. A little dump, but the the cheeseburgers were unbelievable. Now, wow. could it have been that I was eating them at three in the morning after being out <laughs> on the parade route all day? Sure, but yeah. uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. I've had there's a burger I remember from when I was a little kid uh, and we used to drive every year out to Cape Cod for vacation because we couldn't afford to fly. And so we would drive and I, it was somewhere in Pennsylvania and we stopped 
and we had a hamburger, we had hamburgers and the, there was something about the, it was, it was so good. And there was a big piece of onion on it and the onion was sliding. Mm -hmm. It was just mm -hmm. it, like, I, I couldn't tell you for any amount of money where this place was, but I remember that was a great, great burger. Interesting. Yeah, and there was a, a bar that's no longer there, not far from my house that made unbelievable burgers. And the, the place was open till two or three in the morning. So we would go after gigs and you could get this big burger and you could get it on pumpernickel bread. Oh my God. With Swiss cheese and grilled <laughs> onions. Stop it. It was I unbelievable. Think, I think it's today's I want a hamburger. See now you should. Uh, I think in today's world, the, the grilled chicken or the chicken sandwiches are people are trying much harder with those. Those yeah. are, those are the focus. The burger has taken a backseat to the chicken sandwich in 2021. I, I've had, hmm. I there's agree, great I agree the sandwiches. focus on is on chicken sandwiches. Yes, yes it is. Uh, much to the much to my chagrin cuz I do right. like the good chicken sandwich. Yeah, I, uh, I love it. You know, I know you like the Popeyes. The Burger King I one's do. pretty good. Uh yeah, the tender crisp chicken. was always a, a favorite of mine. And uh but yeah, it's there's no, nothing beats a burger. Nothing. I don't know. A, a really good chicken sandwich right now feels to be better than the current version of burgers that are out there in the world. I think the chicken sandwiches are being are being done better currently. Really? Someone's got to come along and do a better burger. Yeah, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is better than all the burgers we just mentioned. Just a, a Popeye's right here in Peoria. I could go to it, get a chicken sandwich. We're gonna find chicken better, sandwich. Better than In and Out. Better than What a Burger. Better no, than all of them. I, no, I gotta yes. be in a mood. I got. I'm no, always in the no. mood for a hamburger. Always. I, I'm I gotta always be in the, the right. I gotta sandwich. be in the right uh, the right mood for a chicken sandwich. I'm not My, arguing that they're not good. I'm yeah. I'm with you 100. percent my little brother is getting in insane shape. I think I've talked about that before. Uh, he eats the same thing every day. Uh, he eats chicken with rice without any real seasoning on it. And he and I are had this long conversation about how I think like our childhood it was chicken all the time. I could yeah. eat a chicken sandwich every day, any moment of the day for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Chicken is is easy meal in any yeah. variety for me to consume all the time. I'll never get bored. I would never get bored with chicken every day, Noonan. I think it's because I've eaten turkey sandwiches for the last 10 years, almost every day at lunch. Gotcha. So I like chicken. I make chicken a lot. Yes. Uh, I like a chicken sandwich. I'm not going to lie to you. I like a, uh, you know, I like all that, but I, I prefer a burger. I think it's the only meat product that I, I could eat every day. I don't prefer really? a burger at all. Yeah. Oh I think chicken God. is the only one that I get. Well, steak. Filet mignon, I could have every single day, Noonan. I would be. Prince of, I would Prince be. of Tides or <laughs> Prince of right. Peoria. You're gonna eat filet yeah, yeah. every day. I would love. That would be the best. Uh, my life would be so good if I could just have filet mignon every day. Wow, that would be the best. Get yourself a giant beef tenderloin, cook it up, and then just whack at it. You know, every day, take a big chunk off it. Because I like it so much. While we were driving, every time we saw cows, Betty would be like, "Oh, look at all the filet mignons," and get sad. And I'd be like, "I can't. I don't want to look. I don't want to <laughs> see them." Uh, okay. they want, listen, they're not. They, it's not like you walk up and hit them with a hammer yourself. <laughs> you have other I, people do it. You're like a mob boss. You order the hit. Yeah, you have somebody else true. go out and take care of them. I, I, your, your hands are clean. Did we talk about that here? I couldn't kill my own food. I couldn't do it. If if I had to do it, I I don't think I could do it. Hmm. If I had to do it, yeah. If I had to murder my own food, I feel like I I wouldn't. Like, okay, let, let me paint a, a very specific picture because I'm not just going to say if I wandered across, you know, like say I'm starving and I wander across some area and finally find an animal that I could kill and eat. I think in that situation, I might be able to do it.
But if I craft a relationship with the animal first, if I have any amount of time spent with this cow before the murder needs to take place, I don't I, think I can do it. I'm bothered that you keep saying murder. It's a murder. It's a, it's a living animal that's dead. Well, you, you, you just murdered said, it. You just somebody said murdered you, it. you could eat chicken every day. No, I, I because How, somebody else they, murdered it. I'm right, not mad about the murder. I just can't commit it. Mm. I'm not trying to be a woke millennial. I don't care I about. No, I'm not. No, what, I just I can't. While you were down in Dallas? No, I, no, I can't personally kill it. I couldn't do like if I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. But if I had to. If it was if it was between my family and I starving, See, or no. me or me wrestling a deer to the ground and choking it out with a rear naked chokehold, okay. guess what? Bambi's going down, man. <laughs> okay, There's if no it was doubt to, about it, if it was to save Betty's life, I might be able to murder a lot of things. I might be able to do that, but just me. And I, I'm saying that I got to craft a relationship first. I didn't show up hungry. The cow and I got a few hours to know each other, and then I found out I had to kill it. I couldn't do that. Well, one, what kind of uh, relationship can you forge in a couple hours? <laughs> I, I, have, to... I have always, I have always thought it was, I have always thought it must be hard if you're like in 4-H, you yeah. know, and you raise a pig right. from the time it was a yes. tiny piglet to yes. the time it's a ham sandwich. Right. That's, that's got to be tough. But people in agriculture will tell you that they're raised. This is just, it's part of the life cycle. Yeah. You know, well, and to it's different Paul's, for you and me because we do all our, you know, we do all our hunting at Jewel. Correct. To answer Paul's question, by the way, it's the devil's jersey that he's wearing, so I'd have to take out Satan. That'd be a Satan cow and not a regular cow, so I'd just be doing God's work. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would have like I'm, I'm not a hunter, but I don't begrudge right. people who hunt. And, no, no, no. Uh, no see again, I know again, you, we're changing, I, we're changing the words that I said. I'm not mad. Who said you could not? Right, but I'm animal. I'm not mad at hunters. I'm know, not I mad at any of that. Nobody, I actually, nobody said you were. I actually also used to produce the Charlie Potter show, uh, the, the Great, Great Outdoors, Outdoors with Charlie sure. Potter. We'd talk about hunting all the time. He wanted me to go out with him, and I probably would do it. I just don't think, okay, let me tell, tell you this story. I used to work at a veterinarian hospital. I would do the, uh, the groundskeeping there. I did a lot of the uh, landscaping. That was my job at the vet hospital. This was over a few summers while I was in high school, and I was one of the only guys on the facility. So it was a bunch of, of women that worked with the, the vet. And so he would call me in from doing my yard work as a 16 year old, if they needed help with an animal and inevitably they'd be probably putting most of those animals to sleep. So every time I got called in, I would hold a dog and then they'd kill it. And it, it really was not a fun job. Like everything no, about being outside an awful, and doing yard work. Job. Yeah. Everything doing yard work was great. I would mulch all day. I'd feel great about it. I'd go to the pool after it'd be fun mulch all day. That's the, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the way I said it. Uh, but then as soon as they called me inside, they're like, in this dog, we're going to, it's not going to make it. I didn't, I didn't want the job anymore. I wanted no. to quit every time they did that. Oh, I wouldn't want that job either. That would well, be there you go. Same thing. Same thing. Killing a cow that I got to forge a relationship with first. <laughs> if well, I had you... several hours with the cow, we're we're on a friendship term now. Wait, now wait, I can't murder. Was you. there a lot of deep discussion? Did you share your deepest wants and needs with this Maybe. cow? What do you? Yeah. I, could, I might. I may have. Depends Listen, on depends well, on where things went. I, I think it was the the scenario you set up. That it that you know. You kind of made it an absolute where if there was you you could never do. Right. But now we see that you're just a caring individual. <laughs> <laughs> and once you're friends with an animal, like yeah. well, I listen, it's not like I could uh, take my dogs out if I, you know, right. But again, worst comes to worst, and there's a zombie apocalypse. No, I'd probably keep food. them around. No, I'd need I'd keep them around because they'd scare off the zombies. See, no, I, 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 I don't know. I 
I, I think I had a radio listener. I think we did talk about this on the radio. Uh, that sent me. I'm a sorry. Do you on, have a radio show? <laughs> anyway, I, I think I had a listener on the other Speaking thing. That that, I do. You can listen to yeah. Craig Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday. six on WSBD. It sent me a message that said, you're not a real man if you can't kill your own food. You got to be able to kill your own food. And I, I was like, I'm sorry, man. I guess I'm not. I guess I can turn the man card in today. I am not. So wait, I don't does, think, the, does this guy go out every day? He eats nothing <laughs> from the store? He's never been to the Piggly Wiggly? Never been know. to the Pick and Save in Peoria? Yeah. Oh, never you, went Cindy. to a restaurant? Cindy said my shows are great on the radio where I do radio shows and then talk oh, about things. I didn't know you had a radio show. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. That's I don't good. know. How else do you want me to describe it, Noonan, when I'm talking about something somewhere Listen. else that's out in the public space? No, that's fine. <laughs> you've, just, I'm gonna have you've, some just more wine. you've just mentioned, I talked about this on the radio show about seven times already. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, that it seems relevant to today's show. You sure, know what else it, I talked about on my radio show? On your radio show? What'd you talk uh -huh. about on your radio show? The Ricky Gervais audio. Did you hear that? I did not. From today, I think it was from yesterday or a couple days ago. Uh, Ricky mm -hmm. Gervais posted it himself on Twitter. It's him calling out people who get mad at other people on social media. Uh, people who go to fan pages and like ridicule people or people that attack Ricky for his thoughts on social media. It's really great audio. I'm sure I could pull it and we could play it here on the show if you want to. If um, you have it, sure. Okay. Let me make sure that I don't play it in a way that's going to annoy people. Uh, but, but I think wait. I can do this. Before we do that, the the big yeah. question last week was your house. Now you mentioned quickly in passing that you closed, oh, right. so everything went through. Because we last time you talked oh. about it, there were a million uh, million things that were going on. They, you know, there were people involved. There were a lot yeah. of channels. There was back channel yeah. conversations and all sorts of things. So you are now officially the owner of that basement. <laughs> I am. Uh, there there were some unfortunate things. That happened for quite a while there. There was actually a day in which we sat in a room uh, and we were told we were going to sign a document that meant the house was ours. So we were at our closing and the closing did not occur. We had to leave Ooh. that room. Yeah. And I actually had taken an hour and a half. I had taken an hour and a half off of my radio show that I host where I do radio <laughs> things. To, to is that for three closing. to six Monday through Friday <laughs> on WMBD? It is on WMBD oh, in Peoria, it's 1470 Illinois. That's right. Isn't it? Right. Yes, right. that is uh, correct. <laughs> All those things are accurate. Uh, so I took an hour and a half off and we played some best of things. Um, and then I showed well, I was up. Gonna and say, I was going to say, they just white noise. Craig's busy. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back yeah. at four o'clock. I built I built the best of, um, a best of myself, which was fun oh, to build. Nice. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, and then I, I got there. How do you just not second. play everything? Because that's I don't what know. I do. Yeah, yeah, play difficult. best of? Yeah, just do yesterday's yeah. show. That was fantastic. I actually just mentioned how often I host a radio show in my best of. That's all it was, Ooh, was me talking was about that. You know what? It, <laughs> you got to stay at the forefront of people's minds. You do. You let them know. You know they, they, right. Don't leave them wondering. No, right. Just because they, they got to the radio and found the show mm. doesn't mean that they know that I host a radio show. Don't take I it for granted. Don't take it for granted. <laughs> We can't, we don't know what people are thinking. We got to, yeah. we got to push it for we, them. We, we do. Um, but so my real estate agent is amazing. Uh, her name is Carol Rapp. I think she did an incredible job of, of figuring out how to navigate every challenge that came up, but the, it took time. Navigating those challenges was not, you know, immediate. Some of them took a little bit <laughs> more time than you'd want it to. Um, but yeah, I eventually closed on Friday morning. So early Friday morning, we closed in the house and it is now officially ours. This is my basement. If I move nice. the camera more, there's a crap ton of things in this basement, uh, and yeah. I guess I'd be a little embarrassed by it. But you know, well, that's yeah. what a basement's for when you're first moving in. That's where everything okay. goes: the the basement or the garage, so you can figure out. All right, now let's work on the kitchen. Let's work on the bedrooms. 
but right. and then you whittle down the boxes that are everywhere else because yes. if you had everything upstairs you drive yourself crazy i well i, I most hate, i hate it i hate having all that clutter when you first move in most of the things that are supposed to be upstairs are upstairs at this point and have been upstairs. Okay. Like most of the crap still in the basement now is going to go in this basement. A lot of it's just my broadcast stuff. A lot of it's my studio equipment and things um, that are not totally set up yet. Um, uh. But yeah, Betty is going a little crazy on the the middle floor uh, dealing with all that. And I'm just down here not worrying about it. Well, listen, everybody's got their responsibilities. They their do. areas of responsibility. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to deal with your basement and Correct. getting that stuff going and Betty's mm -hmm. going to deal with the, what Betty wants to deal with. And she'll mm -hmm. tell you what she needs your help with and what she wants you to get involved with. And <laughs> uh, which is very little because I don't organize well. well. This is another excuse that I have. It's the, I, I need to unpack as quickly as possible. Really? I, yeah. I can't be around oh, not me. boxes no. and clutter and no. no, 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 no. It makes me, I get, uh, I get nuttier <laughs> than I already am. I got to call out Dalton Kemper. He is the traffic guy on my radio show that I host every Monday through Friday from three to six o'clock. Hold on, this is news to me. You are you telling me that you host a radio show? I do. Yeah, I've been hosting it for about a couple months now. Dalton, is it Monday through Friday, three to six yeah. p.m. on WMBD. Dalton can also be heard on my radio show. Uh, so, and by the way, I, I think I probably is to listen to Craig and Dalton. No, uh, well, yeah, sure, you can. Um, by by the way, uh, the reason I'm probably talking about it so much is if you are watching us on the Craig Holland show page. This is a first. We are yes. broadcasting on that page, the Brian Noonan show page, and our realities may vary, our brand new nope, Facebook page. we're not on that page yet. Okay, we will we be soon. Have, we're, we're, yeah, because um, we can only have so many uh, Facebook. Things brought, gotcha. So many Facebook. Uh, It'll channels. happen we're in on due YouTube. time. Yeah, we're on YouTube. We're yeah. on, so, uh, But we should tell people, Craig, since you brought it up, uh, I was, uh, you know, uh, which sure. is good because I had forgotten to bring it up. But uh, yeah, you got to follow realities may vary. Now we're, we're oh we're branching out, friends. We are. We have our own uh, Facebook page, realities may vary podcast. We're on Twitter mm -hmm. now. I don't Correct. know what we're going to tweet. I don't know what we're going to put on the Facebook mm. page. Um, you no know, you, the pod. See, the podcast is already out there on all those podcast platforms. Yes, it is. And people are listening to it, thankfully. Mm. Um, so I don't know why I felt the need to. Uh, Put these other pages together other than it lended <laughs> well it added a little legitimacy yeah, plus sure. it was like if we get to a point where then we decide okay we just want to put it all on one page mm -hmm. uh we want to do the the live mm -hmm. recording and streaming on we the do it. that yeah. page and uh, you know maybe we'll tweet out something cancelable and we all have uh, we're all in charge of the account so it, you know if you see anything really horrible blame craig first and no, then, no, Cody. Uh, then it Cody. would be Cody first. Oh, yeah, yeah blame Cody first because yeah, he's going to troll everybody. Yeah. No, I, I doubt, uh, just to be candid here, both uh, for our audience, and I doubt I'll be doing much of the tweeting or Facebooking. I don't I don't think that I'll be doing a lot of it myself. I'll be reacting to it and loving it. I, I don't I don't think I'll be doing it because I have a radio show. I don't know if you know that. I don't know. Uh, I have heard that. I have heard that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, by, uh, by the way, anybody who's following this for the first time, who's bouncing onto this like Dalton or, or Paul, who listens to my, my show, um, I've been doing the realities may vary for how long now, Noonan? I think I've been a part of it for about a year with you now. Yeah. Because you, you came on when Cody went on paternity leave Yeah, and his baby was born in August. So yeah, it's almost been a year, 10 months, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ten there we go. Been here. And, there we go. uh, You've only wanted to quit uh, for 10 months. So that's been, <laughs> it's good that we cajoled you into sticking around. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, hey, listen, I'm going to jump in the radio show bandwagon. 
There you go. There you go. I was, Do you uh, have one? I'm on Thursday night on WTMJ, so you can listen to me there, WTMJ.com. Right. And again, if you're if you're new to the broadcast, by all means, Craig has a radio show. I and also We're very, be, pr we're very yeah, proud of Craig. He's going to be out on Thursday, too. Yeah. Uh, but I go on after him. So you can listen to his show on WMBD.com. And then at 6 o'clock, flip over to uh, WTMJ.com, and you get to hear us do our radio shows. That's the best way to do it. And then actually on, on July 2nd, I will be in for Chad Benson. I will be Very doing nice. the Chad Benson show, yes. That's yeah. a Friday. That's the it Friday is. before the big weekend. It is. That's a um, week from Friday on my I calendar. have the audio Ricky Gervais. Do you want to hear this? Sure, why not? I think this is really good. And the, uh, Tell me if you can't hear it, by the way, because maybe right. it's just going to be played for me. Um, but he tweeted a response to people talking about, you know, uh, trolls on social media. And it is recent stand-up, I believe he did. And I, I think it's brilliant. People take everything personally. I think the world revolves around them, right? Particularly on Twitter, right? I'm not tweeting anyone. I'm just tweeting, okay? I don't know who's following me. I've got 12 million followers. I don't know who's following me. They can be following me without me knowing, right? Choose to read my tweet and then take that personally. That's like going into a town square, seeing a big notice board, and there's a notice, guitar lessons, and you go, but I don't want guitar lessons. <laughs> What's this? Alright. There's a number here. Alright, all that, right? <laughs> Are you giving me guitar lessons? Yeah. I don't want any. <laughs> Fine. It's not for you then. Just walk away. Don't worry about it. I think that idea is exceptional, Noonan. I think the idea that people go to certain pages to criticize celebrities, whoever, um, when these pages are designed to be fan pages are, are completely missing the point of all of it. And some people might accuse you of saying, well, I only want people that like me in my own cone. So it's making me worse as a professional or worse as whatever. I disagree. I think that if someone comes to your, uh, you know, social media places and wants to give you constructive things, wants to help you be better at your job, you can weed those people out. But if someone just wants to be a troll and a jerk, uh, that it's not valuable to hear from those people and you should do things like ban them from whatever platform you're on and, and get rid of them as quickly as possible. And I think Ricky Gervais pointed out exactly correctly. It would be akin to seeing someone trying to do something out in the world that you have no interest in anyway and cr attacking and crapping on them just because. So I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I think that that is a hilarious response to how a lot of us use social media now. It's exactly right. I, I listen, I've deleted people off uh, yeah. the show page and stuff yeah. because, Hey, guess what? It's my page. You know, you don't like me. That's cool. Go right. away. Right. You don't like the show. Go away. I don't right. care. You know, I want you to like the show, but if you don't, yes. Okay. You well, know, if you, if you come in and say, Hey, that, you know, I love the show, but that I didn't care for that interview you did. Okay. I'll leave. That's fine. You have that. Yeah. You have that right. Yeah. But you know, you're not, you're not my boss. You don't get to come in and tell me, you know, because we, we've all had those, you know, you have a radio show. You know this. Um, I used to have a radio show. I remember this. You but, have uh, radio shows. I still. have radio shows. I'm kidding. Uh, but you you know this. Everybody wants to be the program director. Everybody wants to be the boss. Yes. Hey, yes. You're, a, you're a listener and we value, we can't do it without listeners. We value listeners, but you're not the boss. No. And if you were right, you'd probably be running a radio station. And <laughs> I'm still here. So. I must be doing something right. Right. So, and if the boss had a problem with it, 
I'm not going to listen to him either because that's why he's a boss. Well, and and just as importantly, in the real world, when we actually interact with each other face to face, none of us have the balls to no. be as shitty to each other as we are on uh, online. None I've of us said have that it. for years. Yeah, and, it, and it text the text lines at radio stations are the same right. way. Yeah. Oh man, I you know, but and so when we avoid keeping people on social media pages or anything like that who are there to be jerks. It's because I wouldn't stand there and let you yell at me in my face if you ever confronted me in public telling right. me how crappy I am for five. I wouldn't do it. I would leave. I would stop yeah. listening to you. I'd tell you, you know, probably some choice things as well. And I would I would go this direction. It's so much different on social media to do it, I guess, for whatever reason, because people feel like you're, I'm silencing someone. But well, I, yes, you're all oh, come on, Craig. That's tyranny. <laughs> you are you are squashing someone's free speech. Right, yeah. And and. That's ridiculous. One, because, uh, yes, you can say whatever you want. I can also choose not to listen to it. Right. I don't have to give you the form. You you can still be on Twitter. Sure. You, if you want if you want to shout out at me from your own page, that's yeah. cool. Guess what? I don't have to let you do it on my page. Yeah, and I'm not going to go you to your to, page. Right, and you want to stand in, you know, you and your three followers, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I don't care, you know, but I don't yeah. have to. I'm not giving you the form because now – you're a little tiny person who wants to take it, it. I know this sounds uh, egomaniacal, but it's, and it might be, but you're, you're trying to take a swipe at somebody to get attention for yourself. Yeah. And if you ever look at these people's profiles, nobody's paying attention to them or they have a million pictures of cats. You know, and it's, 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 it's funny. I, I, um, <laughs> I don't know how to articulate this now. I was talking about this earlier and uh, my wife sent me a text message. She's like, Craig, did somebody come after you on your page? Like, why is this so an important issue for you today? And I'm like, no, nobody did anything to me today. But at the same time, like I, in the past, I have uh, even somewhat recently had someone like send me a mean message. And as yeah. you just said, dude, and you go and you look at it and it's got like seven followers and the photo is not even a real photo. And you're like, is this even a real account? Yeah. I, and and to be honest, we know, and Cindy, Cindy brought this up in the chat, that people do it to get a response. And that's true. So guess what? I'm not going to give you that response. I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not, oh man, I never argue with trolls. I did a couple times back when text lines first came in and I was doing the overnights. Uh, if on a particular night, if I was really tired or in a really bad mood, you know, I'd, uh, I'd go, listen, you know where I'm at. You, you, you want to call me these names? You know where I'm at. You know what time I get off the air. I'm, I'm not hard to find. No. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Hey, uh, Paul. Paul, who follows me on social media, says his son makes four followers for the show. That is very true. The followership of the Craig Collins show page, not that high, but Paul is doing his work. And well, his son good. is an adamant fan of the show. That well, I'm not I wasn't saying that you only had seven, seven. No, I, I was saying the no, critics no. usually do. The trolls yes, do. are the one who, yes. you know, they come at you. Because yeah, when you get to a certain point, his, like, I don't have, you know, I like the flex of Ricky Gervais. I have 12 million followers. Mm -hmm. I don't have 12 million followers, no, but I, I have a few grand and I don't, I, you know, I don't know who most of them are. Right. 99% right. of them are. Yeah. No. And, and actually and I've I'm, had happy, conversations. I say I'm happy to have them, you know, th this sure. is, but I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let that weigh. And I used to, I used to let it weigh on me a lot. And then I realized who cares? Yeah. Who cares? No, it, it's it's fun. I've had these conversations in bigger meetings with, you know, company pages and not just my own personal page with yeah. uh, five followers on it. 
And I've said the same thing there. I'm like, we don't need to provide a platform to anyone. Like, no, no one, they don't deserve a platform on our station page or whatever it is page. Nope. That's not free speech. That's not what we think or some nope. people talk about it being. I'm not saying ban them from all of social media. I'm just saying get rid of them on my page. Yeah. If they're trying to be constructive and add valuable insight, that is different. If they're just being an asshole, I kick them out of anything I have the power to kick them out of. I'll be honest. I used to I used to block people on the text line all the time. <laughs> if they got really nasty, I'd block That's them awesome. permanently. That's so fantastic. People try to text into to various radio stations mm -hmm. and go, why can't I text anymore? Well, yeah. you were a jerk at three <laughs> in the out. morning. And, yeah. and it had to be egregious. It wasn't just, mm -hmm. hey, you suck. Like, get in line. <laughs> you know? Boo-hoo. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Yeah, if you can't take a couple of those, you can't do it. Right. But uh, yeah, it was like, if it was really, really nasty, I'm like, mm. all right, you know what? No. And then I'd look at their history because you could read all the, all the texts that sure. they said. And 90% yeah. of them were all the, were all the same tone to everybody else. It wasn't right. just me. This person was just miserable. And I go, so Guess what? out. Yeah. We don't need your misery block. Yeah. Yeah, and I never told I never told the bosses because I know they were against it. We want everybody to be able to text it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but you shouldn't read the text. But uh, you talk <laughs> about the text, and that's oh, well, don't really read the text. We, we don't do we uh, the text line is very. We don't know where we stand. We are wishy washy. We don't have a serious opinion. We wouldn't tell the truth if it actually bit us in the ass. So uh, that's you know that's how we deal with uh, the, the yeah. Just uh, we're gonna not yeah, let anybody yeah. see the text anymore right yeah i remember that i remember that as a specific place the, the, no more text the, yeah yeah i remember yeah. that yeah so, good talk that was fun was see fun and that that's why Channel. i thought that was a great Channel. comment from ricky no it was it was and it's you know but it's not going to change it's getting worse and we it can is. lament it all we want but you know we're we're broadcasting on a social media platform now uh, right. you know, hello everybody. And, uh, you know, we're, we're out in the world on using different things. And mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, oh, I, I, I have a radio show. That's how I'm out in the world. Hold on. I don't know if you know, I've, I, you know what? I heard a rumor about <laughs> that. We're not, we're not being that, that we're not talking about it that much. We're kind of keeping it on the down. I would see, but this is where I think you're making a mistake. You gotta let know. people know. You gotta I let probably people should mention it more the word out there. I should. I should bring it up more often. Let's hope that people are reading. If people <laughs> read now, uh, you know, because you want you only want literate listeners. Is that correct? I do. On your yeah, radio that's true. Show? yeah, right. Because if you can't read, you're probably not going to understand half of what. Right, you're, you're on the outs. Yeah, because you only there's like what is that like a ten minute segment where you just make animal sounds, but other than that, you're talking about real issues, <laughs> right? So the yeah, ten but minutes, the, the illiterate the might sound really is love the, it. The animal sound is the most popular segment on the show. I have to be fair. Is it really? All right. It is. Well, yeah. Maybe we rethink this literacy thing. Maybe, you, yeah, I don't know. I, I listen. I'm not a programmer. Uh, by but, the uh, way, I believe yeah. that Brian Noonan will be on my radio show tomorrow. I think that I, I don't know right? if I've coordinated that. I've you never. No, you you never do till the day of. Okay. But, uh, yes. I, I enjoy I enjoy our time together when I'm on on your radio show. I'm planning to have him on at three thirty. I got to ask him, but right. I think he's going to be on, or maybe yeah, in the that, four o'clock hour, whatever he can yeah. do. Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay. Three thirty, four o'clock, whatever. I'm looking at my schedule, my dog <laughs> calendar that I had at Walmart that's over on the nice. wall. Because nice. even though even though I use the calendar in my phone, because you mm -hmm. know I'm not a luddite, mm -hmm. there's something about a paper calendar that I still enjoy. And uh, I was, we used to get calendar. Remember when we used to get calendars? Yes. From that company. Yeah. That oh, company. Two Ks. I mail. think was two Ks. Yeah. And they oh, had man. our name in little and, Chicago images. 
they were my favorite thing. I like because them a lot. they made that little desktop one, and yes. I would sit it over here, and it was great. And I'd write things in it, and then we they stopped making them, and so I had to go to Walmart, and I I didn't want a big one. I didn't want one of those big giant wall calendars, which mm -hmm. we still have down in the kitchen because again we're old, and it's like your grandma's house. We don't have doilies with butterscotches, but we do have a wall calendar. Uh, so I got myself a little calendar that has Ooh. funny uh funny little dog things on it. Nice. Yeah. There you go. I, I don't have any physical calendars at all. That does not do surprise that. me. Yeah, I don't do it. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't look at it. I wouldn't write things in it. It would be several months would go by without me even flipping a page on it. How do you keep your point, appointments on your phone? Well, I am also not a Luddite. I am very much embracing the technology of the of the day. So yeah. everything, my watch will have alarms on it for me to do things. Whenever I'm supposed to do something, not only is it in my electronic version of my calendar, but my watch will ding a message being like, you're supposed to do a thing. And that's the only way I remember. Right. If I'm not wearing my watch, I'll still miss something, even though it's in my phone. And even though a, a pop-up will come up on the phone, I still will miss it. I need the watch on and the vibration. Wow. I know that's it's nice. bad. Or Alexa just tells me, she'll just tell me my stuff in the morning every day. That's why I don't want that uh, nosy <laughs> wench in my house. None of that going on. I love, I love her. I, she's I, the best. Molly has one. Um, and I, I did, I used it ironically <laughs> when we were, <laughs> I guess I'm not surprised. No, I used it to turn on Yacht Rock at her house when we were down moving her out of her apartment. <laughs> Alexa, turn on Yacht Rock, Sirius XM Yacht Rock, and uh, it would do it. But then I also knew that Siri was listening or Alexa was listening to me. Mm -hmm. Siri, whoever it was, one of those uh, Some of two them, was listening. They to all me. listen. Yeah, I don't want them listening to me. I know I have enough things listening to me already in the house. The Look, phone listens to me. The computer listens to me. I'm not under the illusion that I'm off the grid. Correct. I'm very much on the grid. Correct. But I don't need to give the grid one more uh, one more handcuff. See, this is, on it. this is the hot take portion of the show. It was not the Whataburger wait. take. It's this take. You can't stop it, Noonan. You can't. All of us talking about this internet privacy thing that we're trying and like Apple having more ability to pop up like oh that you're sharing this with this app stop doing it it's it's just gonna happen oh, i know the, the technology companies have so many ways to collect and gain this data and even hear our us saying things see us doing things that mm -hmm. your prevention measure is failing noonan oh, so I just know embrace no, no, no. it i just, know that just accept no, no, no. The, the robot gods and just let them in fully no, I won't do that. Let them in. I'm no, not, I'm not under the impression that that I'm stopping any of this. I did, right. however, uh, I think I talked, I don't remember if it was a day you weren't here. We were talking about that uh, that new thing on from Amazon, the block or something. Where, sidewalk. Sidewalk. Well, so I tell Molly about this. She hadn't heard about it. She's like, this is, that can't be true. It she is. goes home. She checked her Alexa. Oh, it was on. She turned it yeah. off. Yes. Uh, now, does that mean Alexa has stopped listening to her? No, of course not. Does Wait a minute, hold on. Mean, Do you know what sidewalk is? Yes. You're sharing your, you're sharing. It gives other people in your area the ability to share your internet. Correct. That is Correct. essentially what it does. It creates a, a giant cloud internet right. over like your block. That's all, everybody on the block sharing together. And you and know why I hate it? Why? Because I pay for my internet <laughs> and I don't want I, any free I pay for mine too. I know you do. That's it should make you insane. No, that some some no. schmo can walk down no. the street. Now, like if my neighbor, if we had a blackout or something, mm -hmm. yeah, and only one only my neighbor's house was affected, and he <laughs> said, Listen, I, I got a call from work. Can, can, can I, I need it? Can I, I get it. out your internet? I go, sure, yeah. of course, Ronnie. Get here. Here, you know, let me hop sure. on. Sure. But you know, 
I don't want, I, no. The, the fact that we all use our internet for so many things sure. with a lot of private data, that's why we, you know, that's why we secure our internet as much as we can. That's why mm -hmm. we sign out of accounts. That's why we, you know, I, no, I just, no, I'm, that's communist. It's not. Uh, it is. It's a hundred percent communist. And it's, I'm not one of these not. guys who are, who yell about not, communism. No. I'm all no. about, I'm all about communism. That's not what that is. I'm all about it. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's, come on. What is it? It's giving, giving this, some of us paying for it. So everybody can use it. Most of the people who'd be opting into it would already be paying for it because they own smart devices. There's no one that buys smart devices that then would have that or doesn't. So it doesn't give people access to your Wi-Fi if they don't also own smart Amazon devices. It gives Amazon devices access to your Wi-Fi if it's not. So so it's not the same thing as me just broadcasting the password to my my, you know, Wi-Fi out there into my neighborhood and anyone rolling up and logging in. That's not what it is. It gives Amazon devices the ability to piggyback on my network, meaning why the hell would anyone buy those devices if they didn't already have some kind of Internet? I doubt there's anyone in my neighborhood who bought a bunch of smart devices when they found out about Sidewalk and just hoped that everybody else in the neighborhood left that that feature on so they had access to their smart devices. So it's it's not communism, Noonan. It's allowing Alexa to collect more information from all of us and never be disconnected, even if my internet goes down because my neighbor's internet stays on. It's scary. It's creepy, sure, but it's inevitable. Bezos is going to the moon. The guy's quitting his job and going to the moon, or excuse me, going to space, at least for now. I assume the moon one day. That's the most surreal thing to say ever. Can you picture that? Either of us trying to do that? Being like, I'm going to quit my job and then I'm going to pay for a trip to space. If I had his going. kind of money, yeah. I yeah, mean, but you no and I now, we're, you know, we're both we're both sitting. You're in your basement. I'm upstairs. You know, we don't have yeah. we don't have outer space money. We don't. We don't. And I assume there will be the moon. I assume Mars. He'll go with Elon. They'll go together. I well, just assume you start happen. with the moon again. We had good luck with the moon. <laughs> what do you start? You know, and I I hate to say start small, going to the moon, but go to the moon first. That's cool. Or just you, go go to space and come back. Did are you, you see aware? people are starting a, pe a petition for him there not to go. come back? Yes, I was just going to bring that up too. We both wanted to go to the same same place. A change.org petition for Bezos to stay in space. Let me say this about that. Okay. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand the blanket hatred of hatred of billionaires. I understand the upsetment with billionaires when it comes to paying taxes. I understand being upset with Amazon for the way they allegedly treat their employees. Mm -hmm. But I don't begrudge a guy making billions of dollars. If a guy or a woman comes up with an idea and they work hard, you don't make a billion dollars sitting on your ass. They, they worked hard to make the, that money. I don't begrudge sure. them any of that. And you know what? If I had a billion dollars, I'd be doing crazy stuff too. I'd be, you know, know. I'd, know. I'd have a high speed tunnel know. train from here to the I Gulf Coast. I don't know. I don't yes. know if I if I had it says something that the two high profile divorces that have occurred with very wealthy men where mm -hmm. the women got a whole crap ton of their money that both of those women donated a crap ton of that money immediately to charities. Uh, it you don't says think that's you don't think that's to get under the skin of the their ex husbands? Maybe, maybe so, that's ah, what. It's guess do. what? I'm giving away your money. I think that's the blanket uh, dislike 
of of people that rise to a certain level of financial success because I like the businesses. I'm I'm for the business community, of course, but the individual who makes it to the amount of money that Bezos has, he's not capable of spending all the money he has in his bank account. I remember some survey somewhere that said like the top one percent or the point one percent of people in in the wealth brackets can't even spend all the money they have. Even if they tried, they couldn't do it. And that is surreal to think about, that I would ever have enough money that I, I couldn't spend it. I would have it, and I'd be like, it's it too much. tells me they're not working hard enough. <laughs> no, it's, it's just physically impossible outside of like launching companies that send you to space, which apparently still doesn't make them completely out of money. But you just couldn't spend all the money, Noonan. That's, that's a, a wrong society to get to, where some people just have so much they can't, I can't get rid of it all. Well, I'm not listen, I'm not saying that they they shouldn't put their put their money to some of their money to better use. But again, it's all it's all relative. Now, I don't, you know, when it comes to paying taxes, they definitely need to be held accountable. They need to pay taxes. They need to pay their fair share of taxes. But that's not punitive because you and I, if we start making more money, sure. we pay more taxes. Everybody does up the line. So just because you get to a certain point doesn't mean you should get away no, with I'm that. No, I'm not even and talking I, about no, the tax no, thing. I don't, no. I don't care about the tax thing. I, don't, I, 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 I do because it's it goes to your point. If you've got all this money. No, 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 no. You no, should. No, it doesn't, Noonan. It doesn't because it, then it we're does. giving all the money to the government and the government doesn't actually give it all back to us. Paying a lot more tax, having having all but the for, companies. You can't force anybody to give to charity. You can't, you know. No, we can't. We can't force the government to give us our money back, though. So, like, if the top one percent pay a lot more taxes, but, yeah, the government makes a lot more money. But that doesn't mean that money magically gets to poor people. It's it still does, no, doesn't. it's not getting to poor, but it's getting in the hope. It's not in a better place. It's not the hope a better. Is I, that it's getting to getting into programs? It's getting to fixing roads. It's, it's. I don't think it's in any a better kind place. of stuff now. Yeah. You know, we know we all know that that's uh, you know there's a lot of waste, there's a lot of there's a lot of corruption a lot of, there's in a the lot world of, of politics, a lot of waste. Yeah. But so no, I I just but think that, but to me I, I think most people would argue this point is hey fair is fair, sure. And if you know yes we pay our taxes, they need to pay tax too. Their company, small business people pay. You gotta you gotta all look that's at, fine. You, all that's fine. Dude. I know. I, I don't. I don't so then what? So your point is. My then point we're is we're mad because we're mad because <laughs> mad, mad they have might not money. Be, mad might not be the right word. And no, uh, people having a certain amount of money doesn't make me mad at all. The ridiculously rich people, though, the people who are who are wealthy beyond regular wealthy. Like I, I know people who have enough money to do a lot of cool things with their money, but I don't know anyone at Bezos level money. No, I, I don't know anyone. To. I know. We're not and allowed to know those people. <laughs> well, there's very few people that exist like that on this planet. And right. when you start to conceive what it would be like to, to reach that level of rich, not just successful, but that level of wealth and to not just throw it all at the problems in the world, you know, not just give it all back because it, it's so much money. I, I read that Bezos has more money than most countries have. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's that's well, then you, can be mad at, you can be mad at him for being heartless. So and then that's caring, so, but, so that's, asked, but that's not all billionaires. No, but you asked to start this conversation. Why do people hate Bezos? That no, is why billionaires. Well, no, but there, there, there's a different, there's a different element there. And I, I think billion is a lot of money. I don't know how many billionaires exist on this planet, but I imagine there's not a, a huge amount of them, huh? There's four. There, no, there's more than four. Mm -hmm. um, but the four billionaires. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's wrong, buddy. All um, right. You can, you can Google it. <laughs> All right. Big I'm four. Googling it right now. Are you really? Of course. Yeah. 2,755 world billionaires. All right. I was off. A little bit. You were close, Sue though. You, so you, very, you were very close to your number. Um, I but, meant I could name four. <laughs> okay. There you go. Um, but no, I, I think that, and maybe it is all billionaires then. Maybe since there's that few of them in the entire world that I, I would hate all of them. Yeah, I don't hate millionaires. I think I hate <laughs> billionaires. Right. I think that's who I hate. But millionaire, if you, all right, if you have 999 million. Cool with me. Just about a Way billion. Go. Good job. And don't, what if that person doesn't give me. anything back or help, help that's society? That's fine with me. That guy's only a millionaire. That's he right, he's only enough. a millionaire. All right. Yeah, he's, he's got to save it. He's not rich enough. I got you. All right. Yeah. It just, well, well, listen. Total I, uh, listed net worth of the 2,755 billionaires on this planet is $13.1 trillion. Wow. The 2,755 individuals who qualify as billionaire or higher uh, have a totality of $13.1 trillion. Now, what's, what's, the, what's the gross domestic product of like the world? How much, how much money... I have no idea. Wait, listen, I, I, you know, I worry about getting enough money to go get a cup of coffee. Twenty-one trillion is the United States GDP. Twenty-one trillion. So two thousand billionaires have almost the same amount of money as the GDP of the United States. Yes, they have. They have about sixty percent of the the GDP of the entire United States of America. Well, let me just quote the great economist Gordon Gecko. All right, who said at one point that greed is good. See, 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 I've even, I think I've seen at least one documentary. I like that. I reference things that I don't remember what they are, or where you can yeah, go. Yeah, that's great. Um, this is the best way to do it. Um, where some people who make a lot of money say that it just becomes competitive. They just, they don't need money anymore. They just want more than anybody else. They know who has a lot yeah. is they, they want to have more than that person. And that is horrible. That's a disgusting, uh, you know, aspect of money. That if you got to a point where you have so much, like, I don't need it anymore. There's no value for me in my right. bank account to go use it. I just want to have more. More. I want my number needs to be higher than anybody I've met. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. How is that not no, dumb, Noonan? No, listen, I didn't. Well, first of all, I didn't defend it. Uh, <laughs> secondly, you know, I watch Billions so sure. on Showtime, so I know that that's a okay. thing. You know, those right. are fictional characters. But the yeah. same principle applies that, yes, they just... Yeah. They're all, you know, they've got big money and they just and want I don't more. hate businesses. Businesses can be worth all kinds of money. They're doing things to put that money back into society. Businesses hire people. Businesses do all kinds of things to, well, to replenish well, the world. Hold on. The individual who bank is the account. head of the business? Who is the, See, the CEO? Who is the founder? Who is the deserve, creator? Who, Bezos who built, doesn't deserve who that much money. He doesn't deserve that much money for that. Even though he built the business and the business is valuable in our society. And I don't know how valuable it is because I don't know how many jobs Amazon creates as opposed to how many they destroy, uh, but Amazon well, specifically, they, yeah. they create a lot, but they don't uh, build a lot of bathrooms to go with those jobs. No. So and they, they take a lot of, they take a lot of mom they and pop do. shops down. Yes, There's do. a lot of companies in their wake uh, that have definitely lost all their employees. Uh, but I would say that Bezos just doesn't deserve the billions of dollars he has and he can stay in space. That's what I think. All right. Listen, all right. That's really good. Hey, hold on. We, we have a phone call. Bernie Sanders wants to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> Bernie, how are you? I just think Craig is, you know, right on the money. Craig's got it right this time. I'm very happy about Craig. Happy. He's doing a good thing. One percent of the one percent of the one percent. 
You know that um, Bernie Sanders is a millionaire, by the way, of course which I've is. always found very funny. Yeah, I do, too, because he dresses yeah. like he just got off a bus. Well, and you, if you listen to anything he says, you'd assume he gave his last penny to the guy he just met. Mm-hmm. But he did not. He has got it in his bank account. They all, He's doing okay. they all have money. They're uh-huh. all fine. You know, <laughs> none of them are worried about, you know, their 2006 Jeep. You know, uh-huh. they all, they, they're 96, 96 Jeep. Yeah, there's yeah. A, we're not taking any. There's not going to be a tag day for any of those politicians. My tailpipe fell off my Jeep today. When are you going to get rid of that? thing? <laughs> I don't I want to. You, I know you did. I don't want to. Why don't you eyeball a 2020 Passat, year old Passat? Oh, I love that car. I that know. was a lovely car. And you don't have to get it brand spanking new. You can get a nice deal on a pre-owned. Do we have anybody in the chat that knows things about cars? How bad is it that the tailpipe fell off? Like, Real can bad. I keep can I keep driving the car with a half pipe? It's not a full tailpipe anymore. It's a half pipe. Is that is that going to kill me? Is the smoke it's getting into the car? It, it, well, you're going to, you're going to be polluting more. Uh, is it, it's not before the muffler. So it's not loud. Is it? No, the, the okay. volume did not increase this time. That well, was a, a previous time. All right. Hmm. Oh, the previous time. Yeah, that did happen. The muffler came off entirely one time. Oh yeah. That's happened to everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. It's happened to I me so. a couple of times, yes. you know, throughout my life. All right. So you get a ticket for no, no, it's no noise, Mike. It's, it's, so it's not just a noise the, problem. Just exactly. You might get it. You might get a, uh, you know, if they say, is there a lot more smoke coming out? No, not that I noticed. All right. Only if it's right in the snowboard. Well, okay. listen, now, now that uh, Peoria's finest have been alerted to your uh, really dangerous, not safe for travel vehicle, <laughs> and they know that uh, they know you have a radio show. They do. So I they'll know where to track this car. See, that's the problem. Sure. You know, you I talked it. about this on my radio show, by the way, so I made it very oh, easy on them. On. That's, yeah, that's probably good. That's probably good. <laughs> Well, we don't know where your radio bunker is, but so no. they don't know where you're broadcasting from, but no. they do know, they do know where they can find. They you. can find me. Yeah. yeah, that's They can lock, they can lock, locate me easily. I don't know. I mean, is it coming into the car? Are you driving around with the no, windows? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure that everything else, 20 like something years, tw- t- uh, 24 inches of tailpipe, uh, three uh, feet of tailpipe, I'd all say the way a, up for the muffler. I'd say a foot to a foot and a half fell off. Oh my goodness. How, how Half did a this pipe. happen? I was just driving and I got a death wobble and the death wobble broke it. A death wobble. <laughs> my, my Jeep has had a death wobble for a while. It, yeah. You gotta, you gotta Google it. It's a real thing. Uh, Jeeps get it. Um, I think something with the suspension gets funky. So if you go fast, say 55 or so, uh, say you're on a highway of any kind okay. and you hit like a pebble, any kind of rock that, you know, disproportionately affects one side more than the other a pothole, let's say any, anything, it'll start shaking violently. The car like shakes and it, it's actually gotten much worse uh, recently. And I didn't know how bad it was. Betty drove it from Bloomington to uh, Peoria after we got it fixed. Cause it was not working uh, for a little while. And she told me that the death wobble really scared her. And I'm like, Oh, it's the same one we've had. It's not that bad. <laughs> and then I, I the, had this it. fact that it's called a death wobble should really make you pay some more yeah, attention. To this. And I had it today and it is much worse. It is much more dramatic. And it broke my tailpipe. So I do think the car has to go out to the, you know, the finer pastures of. Yeah, the great cars. car pasture in the sky. Yeah, but I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And actually, Dalton Kemper, who was on this uh, chat earlier, said that maybe we do a live segment where we drive the car into the, the you know, salvage yard and turn it off on the air one last time to really, you know, really say would, goodbye to it. I would build on that. 
take okay. that idea. That's very good. But then stay was as I actually put it in the compactor. <laughs> and you have to watch. I can't, this I can't do that. Newton. I couldn't. Let me ask you this. Cause I don't understand. I like my car very much. I'm happy yeah. with my car. I've liked yeah. my cars in the past, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not emotionally connected to them. Okay. And I was intimate in all of them. So, uh, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's a car. It's, I, it's the first, it's, I said, the first it's the first car I ever bought on my own. I've okay. owned other cars kind of, uh, cause the other cars I owned, you know, I was, I, my mom gave me one or two, actually, I think, uh, old beat up cars that went through the family kind of things. I had never bought a car on my own until this Jeep. Um, and I don't know, like it's, it's had problems. I've had to pay for fixes. It's got 200,000 plus miles on it. It's a 96. I feel like we've both been through a lot. I feel like the Jeep can understand the day, the challenges that have been my life at times. Cause it, it seems like a Jeep that also, you know, shouldn't still be, but we're both, we're both still trucking Noonan. We're Do you both believe that it. this car is possessed like Christine? Is that why you're, <laughs> is that why we're, you, that the truck understands you, that you and the truck will take on bullies? We could uh, there in Peoria where someone, I, if someone, uh, like after your radio show, if someone is there, oh, the I'm car on, will yeah, protect you. The Jeep so will it, kill it's, somebody. It's doing this other thing too recently. And I think you're already at the point where you'd get rid of it, but I'm not yet, but I'm going to tell you another, I'm going to demonstrate yet again, how I'm making a mistake. Um, if you drive short distances too many times, like say two or three short trips in a row, uh -huh. it just won't, it won't start. It just, it just, it needs 30 minutes. And I think that there's some sort of sensor that's broken or something. And it's a magic trick for 30 minutes. It won't turn over at all. And at the 31st minute, it will immediately start again. Like it's a, like it's a car that's, uh, works all the time. I've had to push it out of the street a couple times. Now, Betty had it die. I was in the car with her at a red light and I had to push it backwards on kind of a busy street into a parking lot of a bank. And we had to wait 30 minutes and then it went again, but I'm not, I'm not ready to be done with the car. Noonan. I love this Jeep. I can't even I can't even discuss this because it's so far it's so far past rational thought that there's no it's like it's like arguing with a flat earther. It's like I'm not I'm I can't. This makes no sense. You're putting okay. you're willing to put your life wife's life in jeopardy. It was not in jeopardy because of it because of a, a weird emotional stoplight. That's a stop. It was not a grandpa but knows. It, but you've also said that you've also said that it's beyond where you're going to put any more money into it. No, I, I put 700 bucks into it to get it back going uh, when it was in Bloomington. So I threw $700 at the problem two months ago. Hmm. Listen, uh, <laughs> this is, this is where having a radio show may come in very handy for you. Okay. Other than a salary and a house and all that and yeah. uh, notoriety, all the things yes. that go with it. Uh, you have a sales department there at WNBD where you're I on do. the air from three to six. You're, uh, afternoon, yeah. you're the afternoon drive host. I Shouldn't am. you be able to drive <laughs> around Peoria in you something think? that is not a death trap? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Well, how do, how the do people. Local Jeep, maybe the local Jeep dealer would want to say, Craig, we want you to be our spokesman. We want you to trade. We see oh, no, I, how I get much you love Jeeps. I get where you're going, Noonan. I, I you know, maybe it. I, let me ask this though. Like how do people drive their cars into the ground? When we say that, does anyone actually do it? Does anyone actually drive the car till it breaks, till it, till it breaks to the point of, of not being capable of repair to the point where 
rational people would not repair it anymore. Yes, I've done that okay. with a couple cars where it just gets what, to the point what where happens you're like, in that moment where it like is it ever a scary break? Is is something going to come off this car if I just keep driving it where I'm going to get in like a horrific accident? Well, it could. I mean, it could be the point where one of your tie rods goes and you can't steer the car. It could be that your brakes sound good. Could be the brakes go and you can't stop the car. Uh, could be you're on the highway. Just, the emergency just, brake wouldn't even work in that situation. If all the brakes are gone, I can't emergency it. I don't know, Fast and Furious. Uh, what, you know, what, what do you want to do? Tokyo Drift down? Uh, I, I love. Down I love that you think that's Fast and Furious. Using the emergency brake to you is the well, equivalent of Vin Diesel jumping a car into an ocean. Well, that's you always see the stunt drivers. They pull the emergency brake and then they do donuts. That's you true. You can't do that across from the Pear Marquette. You just can't. <laughs> you can't do. You can't come down that hill. I I don't uh, know. I forget what that road Grandview is. Drive. Grandview Drive comes right down into the city. It's a nice big hill. It's coming lovely. down. You can't get to that corner where the Pear Marquette is and realize, oh no, I don't have any brakes. Pull your emergency brake and then. But Mike, right so, down into the so river. Every time I contemplate not having this car anymore, every option is is like I I love the idea of having a new car. That's not it. Like every option is bad. I'm not going to get any money in trade in. I'm not mm -hmm. going to sell it to anyone and feel good about it. There's, there's no value for the, like the car. It's only has value to me now. Maybe that's I love not true. Because that's not true. What? I, you could go one eight, seven, seven cars for kids. I <laughs> donated, I donated a car. My, my, the first car I ever bought uh -huh. my first brand new car. Yeah. I had driven it for 265,000 miles okay. on one manual transmission. Okay. It got to a point where I had also replaced the seat twice, the driver's seat. I had gone to junkyards and taken out the seat and put a new seat in. I had done all kinds of stuff. And then it got to the point where I was like, I can't put another dollar into this car. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you, nobody's going to buy it. Nobody's, right. I, can't, I can't trade it in. I right. can't sell it, but I can donate it. And then I took the write-off. So somebody, I don't know what they do with them when they take them. I don't know if they turn them into condos. I don't know what they do with the cars that they, that they take when you donate them. What about, and they came and they towed it away. Now, what about this? I've toyed with the idea that maybe someday I'd learn how to fix it. Maybe if I saved it and kept it and it ever got to the point where like, it's not drivable anymore. Continuing to save it means I have a project car for the day I start to learn how to fix cars. It's there. It's, it's, it's ready for me when I'm ready to start learning how to do it. And it can't be impossible to learn those things. YouTube videos seem to make a lot of that stuff possible. So I've told Betty this. I'm like, it's it's rusted out. There's a lot of rust. It's pretty bad. Uh, but when, when we get a different car, which we're going to do at some point, I'm going to remove all the seats except the driver's seat and just kind of like look at the problems and then start to YouTube how to fix them and maybe slowly fix them while still driving the car around sometimes. It'll just be my car. Nobody else will be able to get in it. I'll take all the chairs out. I won't take passengers. I won't risk other lives. Just me. Let me say this to you, Tim, the tool man, Taylor. <laughs> uh, if you had a 63 Chevelle, yeah. a muscle car, yeah. if you had a 57 T-Bird convertible. Uh -huh. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Yeah, I would, yes, I would say, yeah. okay. And... If you had ever done any sort of car maintenance or car rebuilds before, I would say, yeah, hey, okay, maybe this is a good idea. Let me, let me pitch you, though. It is a 96 Jeep Cherokee Country. It's got the country trim on it. It's a beautiful white color. It has four-wheel drive that can plow through any kind of snow. 
if it's operable. This is a beauty of a vehicle, my friend Noonan. It gets 19 miles city per gallon. I mean, that is that's an unbeatable amount of miles you get per gallon. Actually, it might be 15 and 19 might be highway, but it's a lovely, lovely six-cylinder vehicle that you can't find these anywhere anymore. It was a lovely vehicle. <laughs> um, just so you know, I w- if if you die in this car, I will only send flowers. I will not okay. attend the Okay. <laughs> uh, because because I, I would sit You're the whole feel time. Bad. You're gonna feel bad. You're gonna feel bad. I know the whole time at your funeral, I would just be sitting there screaming, I told you, I told you, I told you. And then Betty would throw her shoe at me, and she then she'd throw her other shoe at the casket. She would she told you too. Because oh. oh, there'd be a lot of shoes at the casket. Yeah, everybody, everybody yeah. with yeah. Uh, you know, any sort of rational thought has told you. It's they time. did. This yeah. is not a collector's it, item car. Yeah. It could be, though. You just think about it. Like, collector's item, the longer you go, the more likely it is to be a collector's item. Are you, you old- afraid that by giving it away, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, get the couch out. Are you afraid that by giving it away, you are abandoning a part of your past? Is this a security blanket to you now? And you're afraid with mm. all the big changes in your life now. You know, you had this car when you get married. Now mm. you've had... You, you know, you change jobs. You now you mm. got this new good job at the WMBD where you're on the yeah, air from three to six, six every day, yeah. Monday through Friday. Radio show. It's uh, mine. Yeah. 1470WMBD.com. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, you know, this is some way to, you know, you're, you're Peter Pan. You don't want to grow up. You've got all these responsibilities, but this car, if you can, yeah. you know, if you can keep going, oh, the, this car, but can I can't worry about the car. Can I answer your question with what I, we call in the I don't industry? Know. Can you? Can we answer? Can I answer your question with what we call in the industry a callback? Can I, I call back to something earlier in the show? Let's do it. There was a point earlier in the show where I told you that I could never kill my own food if I spent any amount of time with it. If, if a cow and I, and we can't speak the same language, but got to just look at each other for an amount of time, I wouldn't murder it. That is my car and I. I have looked at this car. I've been around this car. I feel like I know the personality of this inanimate object to the degree now that I can't turn it away, Noonan. It is, that's my car. It's not anybody else's. It's not going to be anybody else's. And it, it, it's going to be mine until it's not a car. And it still moves places. You turn it on, it still goes. So it's, Sometimes. Well, mostly, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. You can't, you, you can't do a lot of small trips. It's not reliable. And those. It's not, you can't count on it. It still stops. It still stops every time I ask it to stop. It goes most times I ask it to go. It it's, has it's, a death wobble. It's, yeah, that's, it, uh, it has that. And it got worse. The death wobble is much more violent than it used to be. But <laughs> so when you guys have to go to the grocery store, do you have Betty have to go? How many times have you driven the car today? When was the last time you drove the car? <laughs> if it's been a half an hour, we're fine. It doesn't matter how many times. You got, you got to ask the actual question has got to be, have you gone to two or three places in the last half an hour and turned it off each time? I actually leave her in the car with it running sometimes. If I'm only doing a quick trip somewhere, to not turn it off again. So like, she'll be like, all right, I'll sit in the car. You go to the Walmart and come back in the next few minutes. Let me say this. So I don't, uh, doesn't seem like I yeah, come off like as a guy. That. No, as a guy who will, uh, you know, yeah. wastefully throw things away before they're done. I use things until they are no longer serviceable. Correct. You know, I, I am not, I am not a guy who throws money around willy nilly, but I've had enough cars in the past where they were troublesome. Mm-hmm. And the, the piece that's, of that's, mind, that's the piece of mind for safety is 
it's worth it. And, and yes, when I've gotten rid, I loved my Buick Roadmaster station wagon. Would you want another one? If you could no. get another one now, why no. not? Because that was a great car for them. But now I like, you know, I've upgraded. We, when I got rid of that, we had, uh, I forget whatever we had, but, uh, yeah, then no, I, I went from that to a Chevy trailblazer and I drove that trailblazer until the, the mechanic, my mechanic was like, it's not I will say, any more money in. And then I got I, a new car. I will say this about myself and my loyalty or whatever you want to call it, that it is that I, I get fairly connected to the things that I have. I told Betty when we made it through the purchase of this house, it was a bad sign for good old Craig Collins. Cause yeah, I might never get another one. I might stay in this house now forever. It's my house. I picked it. I purchased it. I just like my car. I might have to be thrown out of this home at some point, no matter what happens to me. I think I've got to stay in the house now too. I've said that about every house I bought. Really? Yep. And it's never yep. happened. Never happened. All right. Cause life changes. Yeah. And I, I've missed, you know, for, at first, it's like, oh, I'm sad. I'm leaving. And then I get to new house and I'm like, hey, I'm home. This is great. And then, <laughs> you know, the other ones go like my my trailblazer. I loved it. I, I wasn't going to put any more money in it. It was a great it was a great car. I, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Then I got my my car and now my car is approaching uh, eight years. My car is eight years old, so it's not All like right. I'm driving. But I How really like my car. Uh, only one hundred and twenty three. Not bad. Not bad. No, not bad. Because there was no. a lot of time when, you know, I wasn't going on the road anymore. My other cars, yes. I was putting on 15, 2,000 miles a week. Yeah. So it was getting crazy. But yeah, I mean, I get I get an atta being attached to something, sure. but I also understand rationally when you have to go, okay, <laughs> it's it's time to move Look, on. My safety one, and my wife's safety yeah. are worth, worth more than whatever, well, I, no, whatever I relationship I, I have with this Jeep. I wouldn't put it that way. No one's told me it's unsafe to drive. If somebody actually says that to me, if a mechanic says, I looked at the like frame and the frame looks like it's about to fall apart. If someone said something like that to me, then it goes into my garage and I fix it. Then I, then I learn how to weld, I think. Um, <laughs> but have you ever, ever done anything on a car other than no. put mm -hmm. gas in it? I changed, I changed the lights on my car via the YouTube. Okay. That's a good start. Is that a good, I don't feel like no, that's that it's hard. it's not a good start at all. Yeah, yeah I did. I, I the, detached the, the light. Trade or the, I yeah. put in the new light and then I put it back. I've changed the oil before on my car. Okay. Is that, that's something? That's, that's a something. thing. Sure, that's, a, I've never done that. I have drain no it, desire. You drain it, you get a little the bucket, you catch it all, you get rid of it, and then you get some more. Oh, I have $35. I go to Oil Express, <laughs> Jiffy Lube. I'm close then. I'm better than you. I have, I have more of a chance. I just need to learn sure, how to you put are, you, Yeah, you're sure. You're better than me. Yeah. <laughs> I need to put more floorboards and a new frame into my vehicle, and that'll be fine. Sure. Once you learn to uh, pull an engine, rebuild it, uh, put well, it in the amount of tools, system, weld the just, frame. It's not even just learning. The amount of tools, special tools that I need to do these you things. you got to get a hoist to pull that engine out. I know. I know. And then you'd pull the engine out, and the whole car would fold in like a cardboard <laughs> toy. <laughs> It just means I've got more opportunities to fix it. Listen, all right. I, we talk about my car a lot. I can't help it. I, I you know. No, it's I, I. I long for the day when you pull up in a nice, uh, you know. And and again, when I say new, it's new to like new to you, right? I've only bought. Let's see, this car, this car that I have now, I bought new. Um, I think we bought one of. Debbie bought her car new, but most of the cars have been you know, pre-owned. 
Oh yeah, no, buying new. I listen to Dave Ramsey, who's on after me. I'm on from three to six. He's on from six to nine, I believe. Is that on the radio? Yeah, Dave Ramsey. Yeah, it's on the radio show, the radio show that I host. Well, after me, he hosts one too. Um, And he says, never buy a new car. Never, ever. Uh, By the way, Paul, yes, I did change the filter along with the oil. Um, I did do both. So you had the cool, uh, like, uh, ring wrench? Yes. Those are. I have a cool ring wrench. That's what, I don't have one of those. Take an oil filter out. There you go. Because I got, again, I got 35 bucks burning a hole in my pocket. And I have an $8 coupon downstairs. (laughs) I'm saving big money. I'm going to go to Jiffy Lube. I'm one step away from being a licensed mechanic. That's, I think, where I'm at. I think that's how that works. The little blue gear to put on your shirt? I think that's what the test is. They're like, can you change a light? And I'm like, I can. Can you change an oil? I can. You're basically a mechanic. What do you call this part of the engine? (laughs) Silver part? I didn't, my car doesn't have all the parts of the engine, so I might sil- not have it. How many cylinders you got? I don't know, I 10, six. 15, whatever you need. I have a six in line. Oh, an, an inline six. Yeah, I do. I knew, I knew that answer. Yeah, Only because every mechanic I've taken the cars car to is like, man, I love these inline sixes. And I'm like, what is that? And then I Googled it. I'm like, oh, that's the engine. Okay, cool. Yeah, me too. Listen, I, uh, I pray for your safety every night. <laughs> For a myriad of reasons. It's not well, just yeah, my sure. car. It's not just a yeah. car, but the car is, the car is top three. It so is, that's, yeah. You know, right. There's no, no, other, no right. other reason to beat that. Mm-hmm. Listen, you're up way past summer hours. I, I am. This is. I know. There was no Cody to, to, to you I know, do the lifting well, I, with you. I anticipate, no, I anticipated we'd uh, we'd just do summer hours, but I, I'm glad we got into the car thing. I know, yeah. as I said, um, I know it's going to take some sort of uh, intervention we're yeah. going to have to get, uh, you know, Betty will have to call some of your family members, your friends, uh, yeah. three mechanics, and we're yeah. all going to get you in a room. And then uh, yeah. I think the best thing to do is for you to have a Viking funeral for this car. Take light it, it on fire. Light it on fire. Okay. There's got to be somewhere in the Peoria yeah. area that there's a huge parking lot. I think that ups the ante of Dalton's idea to just turn it off, to be done with it. If we lit it on fire on the air, to end the life of the car, that would be an interesting way to, to finish that out. I would love the video because you then you would have to do one of those bad uh, movie hack jobs where you're slowly <laughs> walking away and the car explodes <laughs> behind you and there's music just swelling up and there's one tear yeah. running down yeah. your eye and you're still holding, you hold up and you've still got the Jeep key ring. I, I honestly don't think it would be just one tear. I think if we did light it on fire in front of me, there'd be several tears to be shed for the vehicle because at one point you'd realize that you left your wallet in the glove box <laughs> <laughs> right yeah yeah what happened no i don't know I've i think someone's listen. gonna have to steal it i think it's gonna have to get in a horrific accident or someone's gonna have to steal it i don't think i'm gonna give it up i think i'm gonna eventually park it to the side of my house like someone said earlier in the chat oh, and just assume i'm fixing it at some point you're that you're gonna let things I don't know. I don't I don't know. I've never been that guy before, but I, I feel like that guy didn't know he was that guy until he was that guy. You well, know we're what I telling mean? You like, you're gonna be that guy. Everybody's okay. telling you you're gonna but be I'm that not, guy. But I'm not that guy yet. I haven't been I'm we're I don't know. War- we're warning you against being that guy. Okay. This is this is helpful right. for warning. It is. Oh, you, you could, know what? Actually, I like this. I like Tom's idea. There's, me too. Isn't there the track right across from the jukebox comedy club out there on Farmington Road? Look, at I me think sounded so. so local, like I'm you, in Peoria. You really know a lot of Peoria things on WMBD. I, I think it's still there. I'm not sure. Um, but but I would actually really enjoy that to do a demolition version. I think my car one hit would implode. But that so would I, be, 
Yeah, I'm sure there's demolition derby drivers who would uh, right. drive it for you. You can yeah. put, oh man, you get the station logo all over the sides of it. Yeah. You plaster things on, you sell yeah. some sponsorships. Uh, and then light it on fire at the end of that. Then if, at the end if, of the derby. Well, one, at the end of the derby, you know it's done. Right. It's all it's all over at the end of the derby. Yeah. So then, then this is the way it goes out fighting. I would, would, I, would that be a good way for your car to go, to go out fighting? I think I would do that. I think that if we really could come, I would need like a mechanic human to make it have a fighting chance. I would not, I would not kill it. I would not send it to its death. If it were a suicide mission, I would Just need to know. Yeah, <laughs> I, right. I would, I would need to know that it had a fighting chance in the Derby, that it was, it was corrected enough of the problems in it that it would, you know, survive hits from other cars. But if, if it, if it stood a fighting chance, I think I'd let it die in a Derby. Well, it's like Floyd Mayweather. It's old, so it's going right. to be slow. It's not going to get as many punches in. Right. But it it needs stay. to play defensively. It might make it a couple laps. Yeah. No. As, but long I, as, as long as you didn't drive it too many places to get it there. Because <laughs> then it would have to now, wait. Yeah. The, the derby would be going for a half hour. You go, hang on. Hang on. Yeah, I got to give me on. 30 minutes. Everybody wait. Boom. Yeah, smash. No. Yeah. I know. I, I'm saying it, it'd have to have a fighting chance. I would not send it to its death. It, I would not let it go suicide mission. Okay. Well, th listen, that's okay. That's a step in the right direction. All right. That's a step in the right direction. I, yeah. I could see, I could see the sunlight on the horizon. With <laughs> that is, that's enough to, cause I'm guessing that track is still there. Yeah. This is the first thing you've ever talked me into, by the way, I have other irrational takes that we've discussed oh, on the sure. show. I've never come close well, to backing off of them. Yeah. Let me, let me say, I don't feel for one second that I've talked you into uh, getting rid of this car. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking a, uh, uh -huh. a suggestion from one of the listeners yes. and building on it. And I think now I don't I don't know if you driving it is the best idea. Oh, I, it would be me. It couldn't. It, it had to be me. It would have to be me. Really? Uh, Noonan. it couldn't be anybody else. I will say this to Tom's second point. If it miraculously survived, I would keep that car forever. I would repair everything. If it if it yeah. won a derby, that car would not be allowed to die. It I, would have to live. I got to give you that one. If for okay. some reason it won the, the if it won derby, the derby, it's then my that car, car is possessed. Yeah. Then, 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 it, then I drive it home car. damaged and just keep driving it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And every day you go out and you hit it with a sledgehammer just so it, <laughs> it remembers how it got to, how it got to be there. Yeah. Right. How are you yeah. feeling? You know what right. I need. I right. do know what you need. Then yeah. everyone would appreciate what I love about it. The fact that I feel like it's been through some things and it's still going. If it could survive a derby, it would be lovable to all. Hmm. I was going to use a euthanasia uh, reference. Oh, but I'm no, not don't do that. No, no please. Yeah. It's like the, the Chicago Cubs of vehicles, though, if it does that, right? I mean, until they won what, that World Series. And... <laughs> no, they were lovable losers. They, You know it's not good. You know the team's not good, but they're they're lovable because they're trying. That's my car. It's it's out there. It's doing stuff. It's just not ready to, you know, completely you know give up. You know who's lo lovable losers? Who's that? Losers. <laughs> that's who uses the term lovable losers oh, isn't it great they lose all the time no no why are you embracing failure oh they're lovable no they're not they're this guys year, who they're, they're losers this, year, this year the yankees and i will talk to paul who's a yankee fan by the way uh, this year the yankees have been kind of lovable losers i'm i'm still i still love that that baseball team they're not very good right you now can, but i love them you can back a team that's going through a hard time but once yeah. you label yourself lovable losers, <laughs> that's it. You've you've given okay. up. You okay. Know? 
you, yeah. if you, I, I think to be a fan, you have to stay with the team when they're struggling. Correct. But once you once you embrace that struggle and that loserdom, then you've given up. We figured it out. My my affection for the things that I own is the same as my fandom for sports teams. I stay with them when they struggle, Noonan. I do not give up on my cars or right. any of the things I own. But after 26 years, you would trade that second baseman because he couldn't <laughs> walk and he couldn't see which where first base was to throw the ball. I don't know. If he and wants he went to keep 0 for, 0 for 706 just because he can walk out on the field, you know. You know, I doesn't I've, mean you can still play. Just because that car will start doesn't mean it still should be driven. You know, I've said before I'd be a terrible sports franchise owner, um, and I, I don't know if a lot of people would be willing to admit that I would, because I would want to make I would not want to make any amount of money. I would spend it all on the team. Like I'd be the highest budget guy, every penny I could spend, just to you know put the best product out there. Because you want the team. I'd be George Steinbrenner, like he was with the Yankees. It doesn't matter. I don't care about the not business a poor aspect man, though, of it. George Steinbrenner. No, he was not. Uh, but but if you own a franchise, a sports franchise, that's not like any other business. Uh, people can say that you run it like a business and you treat it that way. It's not. It's it's a sports franchise. You have athletes trying to win a championship that doesn't really mean anything. I would throw everything I had at those things. I would also say this, though, Noonan, I've discovered a new reason I'd be a terrible owner. I would let Derek Jeter still play shortstop for me today. If Derek still wanted to play shortstop, I'd let him put on his number two jersey, run on out to short, and I'd let him play short. Because he's yeah. Derek Jeter. And Mo would still pitch the ninth inning for me right now, currently. I don't care if Rivera can't get his cutter to, to work anymore. He's Mariano Rivera. He's allowed. And Jordan, if I owned a basketball team, would still be my starting point guard or my starting shooting guard. I don't care. That'd be amazing. Yeah, and Why not? Drive him in Why? the team bus, a 2000 or 1996 Jeep Cherokee country. Just think about the lovable loserness of that, the loyalty to those players. Be like, these guys were famous at but one not, point. They're my guy. Not, they, are, they are your guys, and you you paid them handsomely, and they decided <laughs> to retire because they realized they couldn't. Those guys aren't don't want to. Don't, they don't ever want to be the guy who, you talked about people need more money. Uh, yeah. They don't ever want to be the, the guy who looks weak or who looks that he's not able to do what he's done. Right. And his skills have diminished. They don't want. They don't want that. They don't want you keeping him around just because you know. I yeah. think. I think Father Time eventually embarrasses professional athletes enough that they do give up on their own. Because I think it is embarrassing to right, have. But so you're gonna let him, you're gonna keep doing. You're I would. I would. To, to I'm letting. Themselves? I'm letting my car decide when it's done with me, not the other way around. I would well, let Derek is... Jeter decide when he's retiring from my for my franchise. The fact that you're equating your car with a human being is uh, <laughs> tells me that we have reached we have reached the end of this. Uh, right. Before before we go, I do want to share. I do want to show you something. Mm -hmm. um, you remember when I talked about? Remember when I talked about uh, arguing with the house? The house with the face, yes. Right, and you demanded to see. Now I had it ready last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you? You haven't even seen it. It's not a face. You haven't even seen it. All right. I showed it to Cody. Okay. He agrees that uh, it, it looks like a face. And is the lamp in it or not in it? Oh, that's that's uh, you're giving wow. you're giving me a big problem. I'm yeah, having, I don't know what's going on there. Hold I'm on. I'm having a seizure. There. I would I rather not have. A I don't seizure know why yet. that. I don't know why that. Uh, because it's there. not. Because it's not a face. Because you're not, trying to cheat. It is a face. It's not a face. Okay, there, there it is. Look, there are the eyeballs. There's uh -huh. the nose. There's the mouth. There's the ear. It's a blockhead. It's a where, blockhead face. Where is the nose? This uh, in the middle, this square, the square in the middle where the air conditioner is supposed to be. That's the nose. Yeah, two eyes, 
the nose okay. and, a, and a little circle mouth where the, the lamp is there now, but there was just a hole there. The lamp's the mouth? It was a hole when I was arguing with it. The lamp wasn't on there. That's not a face, Noonan. Uh, the, the, I see the eyeballs and the white could be technically well, then, a mouth, but it's not no, a nose. nose. And then a little tiny mouth. But then, but then that's then just the, like, the that's, not, that's, not a, that's not a face, though. That's like an emoji. That's barely. Yeah, that's well, yeah, barely, it's like a cartoon anime face or an emoji face. I can't yeah, see I it the way you see it. looked like Mount Rushmore. I didn't say they had carved granite across the alley. This is, this, I said it looked kind of like a face. And it's so not, I was arguing with it. It's not enough of a face. And by the way, it the is. fact that you're incorporating the lamp at all, the lamp makes no sense as part of the face. If it there's a face in this photo, it's only the no. windows and the, the air no. conditioner. Eyes, Nothing else nose, is part of the mouth. face. Eyes, no. nose, mouth. There's yes. no other. No, that's, that, that's not a nose. If that was a hole below it, that also wouldn't look like the face you're talking about. It, it looks like an anime. It looks like a Lego face. Like no. something got a Lego the, movie. The, sa the satellite dishes are technically ears on the side. Kind oh, of. This is an ear. This long thing. What long thing? This other window over here on the side. That's not an ear. What are you talking about? Big ears on the side. You're talking me out of the face when I'm seeing my own version of the face. All right. Well, you, you can see if those are your ears. It's not very a low face, to be though. ears. I know. It's yeah, cubism. It's cubism. No, it's yeah, not. man. Free no. your mind, it's, and the rest will follow. Now, see. Well, no, 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 right, you, you got to get you high again. I still see it when I'm not high. Okay. But when I was high. That's not a face. That's not a face. No, it's not. Well, listen. Why don't you get in, why don't you get in your 90 uh, year old car? Okay. And, uh, I can't. I would Live love somewhere it. to look at a face. If it makes oh, it ninety Sandy years, Sandy says it the Sandy says the satellite dish is an earring. I like that. You it said it's like not even. That's it, Tom. It looks like Minecraft. What? It looks like something out of Minecraft. That face. Um, yeah. It's no, there. it's not. It doesn't it look is. like this. It no, it like doesn't. It's not a face. No, no, no. It's, it's not a face. face. Not of, and especially the way you're, you're building. Just, you're, you're just mad now because I I told you to get rid of your car. You're just you're <laughs> lashing out. Uh, My car has you, a face. Your, it looks your, more like a face. Your car your car doesn't have a face. It has broken down uh, broken down <laughs> grill up front. It's like cars uh, have they, they have the the lights in front. Those are eyeballs. They got the grills, which is a mouth. I never realized that they designed them to have that they that they have like looks like and it wasn't yeah. until Dodge came out with all those like chargers and stuff. And some of the rest, and I was like, "Oh man!" That does, and now I look at my car and I go, "It does. It does look like a face back there." With a like, yes, on. cars have faces. That house does not. Yeah, and house Cindy agrees apparently. Listen, well, listen, you, none of you, none of you, uh, <laughs> Carol agrees with the earring thing. See, Craig, it's not a, it's not the ear, it's the earring. <laughs> listen, one day you'll sit out there, uh, you know, mm -hmm. some newbage may or may not be passed, <laughs> and you go, "Yeah, I could see where you would want to argue with that house for looking at you." <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't even think it's looking at you from the it position you took the photo. It's definitely not looking. If it is a face, it's also not making eye contact with you. Oh, it was making eye contact. It's not. It's it's yeah. looking straight ahead. Excuse me. That's not, <laughs> right. It's directly across the alley. No, but from the position you took the photo, you're not directly across. You're it off to the side. side. It gave me the side eye. Yeah, look at Stuart. If I was high, it would look like a face. Damn right. Stuart, if we were high, most things look like things that they don't look like. You can see faces in a lot of things that don't have faces. Well, listen. That's all I'm saying. That's all <laughs> I got, a good to, show. Say. That's all good I got show. to say about that. I don't know what we uh, talked about. Yeah, uh, We talked about a lot. 
We, I think we talked about very few topics, actually. Well, we talked <laughs> we, about them for a long time. We did that. Listen, we don't have to hit a number. It's not okay. a, you know, it's not like, I had oh, so many more. You guys only talk about, well, I know, but it's, you know, time yeah, is the tyrant. All right. Save them for next week. I will. All right. Listen, you could send, send me the Hitler. Maybe we could debate them on the phone. We could text, <laughs> we could text about them. We will release the text chain. We'll put that on our social media pages oh, of all the other no. ideas I had. I don't for know if that's a good idea for any of us. Well, <laughs> give me, just give me the, the, the list. Give me a list of topics. What, just right some, now? Just give me, yeah, give me a couple other topics. Well, there's the guy who was, him, just get, there was the guy that was going to propose to somebody at a haunted site. And he said he had the ring stolen by a ghost. And I don't believe this man. This of man went not. viral on social media. He said he put his ring in his pocket. He went to this haunted, famously haunted area to propose to his girlfriend. And then the ring went missing and a ghost probably stole it. Sure it did. That's a lie. Yeah. Of course it's a lie. Now here, I'll add another aspect to the story that I always don't tell at the beginning of that one. Um, someone else found the ring, took a photo of it and said, uh, we found it. And so it seems, but I, I have a theory that it's still a lie, Noonan, but we ran out of time. We can't talk. Of about course it. it's a lie. He dropped it or it fell out of his pocket. Oh, gotcha. So you think he did bring it? Because I don't think he brought it. I don't think that's his ring. Well, where were, did they find it on the ground? These people. They found it on the ground in the area. He said he he had the ring in, and it, they described it as a ring similar to the one that he said he had. Like the box okay. and everything was similar. I still don't think it's his ring. Oh, I if somebody found it, I would give more of a benefit of doubt to that. Before nope. you said that part, I didn't think he had brought it. At I know. All. I am aware. There's absolutely no way. Some, someone so did you, find you, it. Uh, I still don't think it's his story. I know I did it on purpose. Who's going to be out in that specific area and just leave a ring in a box on the, the ground? Dad, the dad of the girl. The, I, I think he heard about the viral story. He wants his daughter to, to marry the guy or the mom, somebody, somebody related, or maybe the girl herself. Maybe the super genius is the woman who was getting pranked, not engaged, and she went and put the box out there so someone could find it and force her boyfriend into it's It's a game, Noonan. It's all a game. My tinfoil hat goes it's on. It's way too it's expensive not his. a game to play. It's not his ring, but he can't back down now because he went viral on the internet. It's easy to put that there after he says it was there. It's easy to do it, Noonan. Yeah. And now they're engaged. You're, you're Somebody them, got you're, what they wanted. You're giving them a lot of uh, mental acuity that I'm not ready to prescribe to them. <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that they, just from the brief telling of this story, yeah. I don't believe that they have the thought processes to carry out this elaborate prank. Do you remember what, what were they called? Like the monolisks or the things that were popping up certain places? The oh, big the giant obelisk. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Monolith. Thank you. That's the word. They were just like popping up certain areas sure. and you'd go viral. You're like, oh, we found one here. I think that this is a version of that story that he's like, I had a ring. It got stolen. And so someone else went and put it there. And they're like, this is the ring you described. I think I think it's all a sham, Noonan. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's a sham, but I think I think he... Uh, I love that we actually talked about this topic. I think that he wanted to he wanted to pull this did not. and just he, dropped it. Okay. No, I, I think I, that he didn't want to get engaged and he claimed a very uh, crazy story on the internet and someone made it into a true story and now he's engaged. Listen, God bless you. <laughs> I hope they get married there and I hope a poltergeist, uh, you know, violence. He's going to get, a, he's gonna get abducted the day of his wedding. I guarantee I it. So. And there's got to be some, there's got to be probing. Lots and lots of probing. <laughs> Uh, we watched The Conjuring last night. The Conjuring, oh. the devil made me do it. Oh, wait. Are you watching Loki? Yes. It's of good. Course. Loki I, is oh, good. Like it very good. Oh, Owen Wilson, come on. 
Right. He deserves to be part of the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe now. He should be in most things. We should find a role for Owen Wilson in most things. I'm I'm still, after all these years, disturbed by his nose. I don't know <laughs> what's going on with it. I like Owen Wilson. This is not an indictment on his acting or my enjoyment of his acting. Totally. I'm distracted by it because okay. I don't know what's going on with it. It's I unique. can't tell if it was broken. I think so. I, but at some point, I don't know what happened to it. So that's that bothers me. But in as Mobius in Loki, I think he's doing a great job. And I, I Mobius like Loki. M. Mobius. Mobius M. Mobius. Is that the full name? That's his name, yeah. Is it Mobius, his name? Mobius M. Mobius, yeah. I just, I just knew Agent Mobius. Normally, I don't like time travel stuff because, quite frankly, it confuses me. Um, but I'm I, I'm getting in into the sacred timeline and the timekeepers and all this. But nor like even Back to the Future, I don't time travel. I don't get it. <laughs> but I'm willing to go along with this because so far the first two episodes have been fantastic. Second one, fantastic. I don't want to ruin it, uh, but there. I mean, it's out there. It's on the internet, but it's it's very intriguing. Uh, setting up for the rest of the series. That's why I made sure we watched it last Wednesday because I didn't want to see any spoilers. Yeah. So next is Hawkeye. Hawkeye is the next show that's coming. I know. Out. I, that. I uh, know. So yes, of course. Oh yeah, I'm all. I'm down. I'm. Down I'm I have the, not. I have not hit the threshold of superhero things. I am not over whatever limit most people are going to eventually have for these sort of things. I am very excited, as I've said before, to see Black Widow in the theater. I'm going to go to the theater. I'm going to get a popcorn, and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of that movie. I'm going to, uh, I'll probably watch it in my house and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of that movie. Because okay. now I got the sound bar with the big subwoofer. I Ooh. got sound pumping, Ooh. man. Oh, nice. man. I got my own bathroom. I get okay. you know, a microwave where I can whip up some popcorn. No, it's not the same. It's but, not. Uh, no, oh, I, I understand completely. But no, I have not hit the, uh, as, when it comes to Marvel, I'm all in till yeah. the day I die. Yeah. Because oh, I grew yeah. up right. reading them and never dreaming that I would be able to see them on the big screen yes and now i can and i don't care if you think i'm a 12 year old boy no who cares and then who molly cares? got into it and debbie yep. got into it yep. so i haven't i haven't converted betty yet yeah oh no 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 <laughs> debbie, goes. debbie had no interest but then this it goes back this far on mother's day when iron man opened mm -hmm. she was like okay, we can go see Iron Man. And she walked out of Iron Man and she was like, that was fantastic. Wow. And she was in. Yeah, no, still, still haven't converted Betty. I think she liked one of the X-Men movies. Okay. Uh, but that's it. And the X-Men isn't the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I, I've, I've seen them all and they were fine. I didn't know much about the X-Men. Oh, um, they're my, they're my jam. Just like, uh, really? yeah, just like uh, your favorite is Captain America. My favorite other than maybe Spider-Man is the X-Men and, and all of, yeah, I'm a fan. Big I mean, fan. I did, I learned about it and I, I, like I said, I enjoy it all, but I didn't mm -hmm. read the comic books going up one of these days. And it probably won't be while I'm alive, Craig, I'm going to say this now. Um, <laughs> one you want to ride in my Jeep? No, that'll listen. I don't want to die that fast. Okay. Um, one day someone will make a fantastic four movie. Well, the, is, the Marvel cinematic they, where they're doing it i hope you know so. they're no 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 they, I, no i know no, they no, are, no, I, I don't they're hold out it. much hope because what are you talking about kevin feige is going to make one and it's going to be great and then they're going to put the x-men in these things and it's also so. going to be great no i hope so i my figures are crossed i that, because it was captain america spider-man and the fantastic four those were the right. ones 
Yes. And good night, Paul. They're going to be great. I'm listen. I'm hopeful. No, I, I, I refuse to have them be bad. I will not accept it. I will make them make new ones. They're going to be awesome. Well, yeah, they have to be better than the last two. Correct. They have yeah. to be. Yeah. Just please. It's good talk. Yeah. Well, cause all I can think of is they made the Hulk in the Avengers movies and finally, uh, look like the Hulk. And I don't care if they had to CGI. That's what they need to do with the thing. The thing needs to be Hulk size almost. You okay. Know? It doesn't need to be Michael Chiklis in a rubber suit. All that's right. not that's not Ben. That's, fine. that's, that's not fine. the thing. I need the thing. That's, I'm okay with that. I need clobbering time, man. It's yeah. got to be ready to go. Cool. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I just I don't know. It'll happen. It's gonna be amazing. I hope so. It's gonna be. You know, they they pick up the pace. I'm not a young man. <laughs> when does it come out? The the Fantastic Four movies already scheduled. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm telling you, it's actually coming out. Like it's, it's a real <laughs> it's a real movie. They haven't cast it or anything yet, but they've announced it. Um, uh, maybe it doesn't have a specific day yet, but it, it's coming out in the next few years. Noonan, this will be this. They'll start to go into production. They'll cast the the people within the next year, probably. Uh, well, all I'm saying, Craig, is you know, time is limited. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're gonna make it dude and, and it's gonna be amazing but you know if i'm gonna be in an assisted living uh, with somebody changing my bag and i'm trying to watch the fantastic four <laughs> at 98 that doesn't that seems weird doesn't matter i'll do it i'll do, I'll, it, in I'll my do jeep, it i'll do it I'll, in my 96 jeep cherokee at that point well that's you're gonna be buried in that thing i hope so like that uh like uh who was the there was a gangster in chicago who was buried in his cadillac uh, that sounds amazing. I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, it is a thing. Somebody wrote it. Somebody mentioned it in a song. I can't. Now, I'm, I want to say Fluky, but I don't think that's Willie what... Morris. Willie Morris Fluky Stokes. That it is the guy's fluky. name. All right. It so is. I was right. Yeah. All right. I, just didn't, I didn't want to He's say He's a reputed fluky, Chicago mobster. Uh, the elder Stokes had his son buried in a Cadillac style coffin. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm -hmm. That's how we do. <laughs> oh, man. Well, <laughs> neither now, neither, that neither of us do that. We never. Yeah. Who knew that uh, Fluky Stokes was going to make an appearance after Ben Grimm? <laughs> go from we go from Loki to Ben Grimm to Fluky Stokes. <laughs> Watch Loki. That's as good a place as any to say we're done. We, we, we are. don't top that. We yeah. can't finish that no, off. This is don't forget end. to uh, thank you for listening and watching as always. Don't forget to go on any of your podcast platforms and mm -hmm. download, smash the like button, share it, whatever you do with your podcast. And uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Listen to Craig every day, Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 on WMBD. Uh, the, That's a radio uh, show. Where that is a radio show, and it's right there. There's all the information, 1470WMBD.com. You can I listen believe, anywhere in the world. I believe uh, Brian Noonan will be on at 3.30 tomorrow, I think. 3.30 tomorrow. Uh, you can also hear me Thursday night on uh, WTMJ in Milwaukee. 6 to 8 p.m. WTMJ.com. Listen to Cody every day on the Curiosity Daily podcast, curiositydaily.com. Uh, I think that's the plugs. And if you're a Jeep dealer who wants to put Craig's Jeep in a demolition derby, by all means, you can get a hold of us on Facebook or Twitter or call, call the station directly. And uh, I'm sure the hotline will, uh, the yeah. switchboard will put you through. I'm sure. I would take that call. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. To somehow talk to Craig. All right. Have a great week. We will talk to you again next week. Uh, goodbye. Bye.